And welcome back, everybody. It is episode number 27 of Thirst and Goal. Wow. wow. You guys. Seem surprised. Wow. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I was expecting a little bit of crowd noise. Right there. Uh, every every, uh, every 20, you know, 27, it just, wow. Yeah. I mean, I thought that we would, you know, struggle to get to 10, and here we are almost at 30. I know. Jesus. What and are we every- doing on our 30th? Oh, we'll have to have some type of celebration for sure. Yeah, let's put something together. Got to have a dirty thirty, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, a dirty extra 30 alcohol, shot. extra alcohol, D- dirty martinis, dirty. <laughs> yeah, every time we mention a football team, someone has to do a shot. It, uh, you know, this podcast <laughs> is about football. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I'll keep my mouth shut. Oh, there you hear the bottle opening. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Friday, how was your week, buddy? It was actually pretty fast. Oh, that's what I, was, I like I was, to hear. This week just flew by, Ben. That nice. is what I like to hear. Uh, mine was long. Sonia, how, how was your week? It was a busy week. It was indeed. It was indeed. We'll, we'll probably get into a little bit of that uh, later in the podcast. We had a little bit of sad news around the uh, podcast uh, mascot realm. <laughs> um, what's everybody drinking tonight? Sonia, what do you got in front of you there? I am having a vodka gimlet. Ooh, I like it. What kind of vodka are you using in there? Tower. Tower. tower yeah, yeah, it was Tower Vodka. <laughs> no, Tower's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, like it. It's, it's an like up-and-coming it. vodka from Austin, one of uh, Ben's places that he would like yeah. to visit yes. in Absolutely. the U.S. Yes. You mentioned Absolutely. it last week. Yes. But yeah, no, it's, it's a good vodka. Tito, watch out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Franny, what are you drinking over there? My usual, Ben. My usual, Jack, with a little bit of soda. Uh, yes, and um, Franny and I are probably boring you with our drinks. Uh, I'll be changing it out. Hopefully, yeah, y'all are yeah. boring. Soon. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm attempting to finish up this bottle of Drum Shambo Gunpowder Irish Gin. Uh, I am working my way through it. Looks like I have about an eighth of the bottle to go, so Sonia will get her bottle shortly. I know. <laughs> and then I, I will switch to a different drink. Uh, Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight? What aren't we? On the big board, Ben. Let me get to the big board here. <laughs> I didn't have that up and <laughs> ready to go, but now I do. Uh, so we're going to make a shout out to our new listeners, Ben. Looks like you have uh, some locations. <laughs> and do, me and Sonia are going to have a lot of fun oh, yeah. hearing yeah, your pronunciations yeah. for uh, the cities that those uh, new listeners are from. I mixed in some of those. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait. Some of them are really <laughs> difficult. Uh, we have some NFL news, of course. Uh, we have our shot of the week, our signature shot of the week in, uh, in honor of Memorial Day. Uh, we have our listener message, Ben. You'll uh, throw that out there. We have our tag team news. Uh, we have our signature drink of the week, and it is another brown. I finally got that right. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. every time I see brown on there, I'm thinking Antonio, Antonio brown, brown because <laughs> we've talked so much about Antonio Brown. I, I would try to be light on the brand. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk a bit about our home brew. It's bubbling away. It's fermenting at the moment. Uh, we're going to have our beer taste our signature beer of the week. We'll also have a, a beer taste test, our first beer taste test. We've tasted multiple things. This is our fifth uh, taste test, and this time it is 
all American craft brews. Does Jim Beam brew beer? <laughs> if they did, Sonia, it would be your winner for sure. <laughs> and mine too, probably. <laughs> We're going to make a shout out to some of our fellow podcasters out there. Uh, it was the Game of Thrones finale, and we all have uh, mixed feelings about it. Ben seems to love everything about Game of Thrones, no matter how bad the episodes are. Uh, we, have, <laughs> we have our free form. Uh, in our free form, we'll, we'll throw out some random news if we have anything to talk about. Not sure. We'll see. Maybe by the end of the podcast, if anybody's listening. <laughs> we'll, we'll, run, we'll run long again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we have Sonia's quiz uh, this week, and I'm sure it's going to be terrific because me and Sonia usually put a pretty good quiz together. Ben, you, the last two have been really good. Uh, I've, been, I've been trying to up yeah, my quiz you've, game. You've totally redeemed yourself <laughs> yes, with the, honor, with the last couple. Of, uh, Alex Trebek. I'm trying to up my quiz <laughs> yeah. game. Aww. I know, man. feel bad for that for guy. Real. And then he's still fighting, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, okay. that's pretty much it. Then you'll finish up with your listener message once again, Ben. All right, uh, welcome. Oh, actually, what's first up on the big board, Franny? It is a shout out to some of our new listeners. All right, I'm going to struggle my way through this. Uh, thank you all so much, uh, our regular listeners as well as our new listeners. We have some new listeners this week. Uh, we have a new listener from Bristol, England. Thank Ooh, you so that much. That was easy. Yes, that was an easy one. Uh, new listener from Sonia, one of Sonia's favorite places, Rome, Italy. Oh, yes. We have a new listener from Cambridge, Massachusetts, nice. deep in Patriot Country. Uh, another new listener from Albuquerque, New Mexico, Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad in Albuquerque. Uh, new listener from one of the 600,000 people in Wyoming. I have a listener from Cheyenne, Wyoming. Nice. We have a new listener from King George, Virginia. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, another new listener from the Dirty Dirty in Jersey, <laughs> Tom's River, New Jersey. Thank you so much, New Jersey. Uh, Belton, Missouri. Another new listener from Glendale, California, right down the road here. Uh, new listener from Kennewick, Washington. We are hoping that's deep in Seahawk country. Uh, new listener from Mason City, Iowa, Harrisburg, Oregon. Nepion, Ontario, Morristown, New Jersey, Kissimmee, Florida, back down in Florida. They just won't, they won't give up on me. Uh, Avon, <laughs> Ohio, and here comes some more difficult uh, of our international We apologize listeners. in advance. I'm going to try this. Zex, Zexard, Tolna, Megre, Hungary. That's uh, not wow. even close. Yeah, Egoshegedre to all our Hungarian, Hungarian listeners. Thank you, thank you. I have no idea what that means. Say hello. Cheers. 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 <laughs> uh, new listener from Zagazi, Shakira, Egypt. Uh, new listener from Cairo, Egypt. Uh, Another <laughs> new listener from Krakow, Poland. Nice. Yeah, we are surprisingly popular in Poland for some reason. Uh, here's another difficult one. Vinius, Lithuania. Vilnius, that's the capital. Vilnius, Vilnius. Vilnius, yeah. Uh, another new listener, from, well, actually a first new listener from Zagazig, Shakira, <laughs> Egypt. A uh, new listener from Tucano, Bahia, Brazil. We nice. have a new listener from Algeria, new listener from España yeah. in Spain. Uh, this is the one I had a feeling I was going to struggle with. It is <laughs> Eskatuna. Sodermanland, Sweden. Am I close? Oh, you're, that's perfect. Oh, yeah, you said it. <laughs> Thank you, Sweden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, new listener from Jeringbro, Central Jutland, Denmark. <laughs> 
Sorry, Denmark. Uh, new listener from Slovakia, nice. deep in Eastern Europe. Uh, new listener from Finland. <laughs> new listener from <laughs> Lithuania. And yet another new listener from Vietnam. Thank you. Thank you to all of our international listeners, as well as the listeners from the U.S. and from every corner of the globe, it appears. Uh, we had some listeners from Australia in the last few podcasts. Uh, so I don't know that there is an area of the globe that we have not touched yet. We had some listeners from uh, Nigeria, South Africa. So I think we've touched pretty much every corner of the globe. So thank you all, uh, new listeners, as well as our loyal weekly listeners. Frane, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our NFL news. We do, we do. We have some NFL news this week. Uh, you know, you'd think it would be a slow, slow time in the NFL, well, but apparently It has it's slowed not. down a little bit. It has slowed down a little bit. Um, so first up, we have our segment NFL plot lines. Last week, uh, we covered a little bit of uh, some interesting drama that's going on in the league. This week we have uh, the Cleveland Browns and the New York Giants drama. Uh, in Cleveland town, uh, Odell Beckham uh, this past week or the week before uh, said he wants to help the Browns become the new Patriots. After arriving in an offseason trade from the Giants, Beckham, who predicted Cleveland, he also predicted Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield will go to the Hall of Fame. Second-year quarterback, oh. Uh, that's a little bit of a lofty prediction there going into his first full season in the league or second full season in the league. Uh, he also spoke about uh, his expectations. Uh, he plans on being there for the next five years. Yeah, famous last words or first <laughs> words. And trying to bring as many championships there as possible. Uh, they also got into it with Colin Cowherd, both of them for some strange reason, on Twitter arguing back and forth with Colin Cowherd. Uh, so it just appears that... There's more drama in Cleveland than is necessary, especially going into a season with such high expectations. Uh, I think Beckham probably is demonstrating a fundamental misunderstanding with how the Patriots have won their championships. It, it literally has nothing to do with any of the players on the team and everything to do with the culture and the scheme and the coaching uh, that Bill Belichick has put Fourth, uh, so I, I'm hoping that this means uh, terrible things for Cleveland this coming year. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, they're in your division. Yeah, so. that's why. Take a shot. <laughs> uh, no, it was. He didn't say anything uh, terrible about Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell. I mean, we can't all be as lucky as to be the Patriots, you know, where you have, you know, as the world turns, days of our lives, and uh, oh. well, I mean, he did you know, bring three different. He did bring all those championships to New York. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, you know, he's going to do the same exact thing in Cleveland. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he, he did play with one Hall of Fame quarterback already. I'm, I'm sure Eli will end up in the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, he definitely will, yeah. He for will. maybe not the past five or six years, but for his first however so many years. Yeah, I mean, what do you think, Franny, about that? You know, Colin Cowherd, you know. He I don't put, even know what he, he said. He, Mayfield was arguing with him last year, and then yeah. he, they put up, you know, the top 12 or top 10 yeah. moments in Beckham's career, and a lot of them were not actually football-related. It was just some <laughs> of his ridiculous histrionics and anecdotes that he's, you know, some of the ridiculousness that he's done over the years. And, of course, Mayfield got out there and defended him, and Beckham's now insulting him on Twitter. Uh -oh. So I just, I like the fact that there's drama well, any, in anybody, Cleveland. Anybody that wants to argue with Colin Cowherd is a hero in my book, because it's really easy to <laughs> yeah, argue yeah, yeah. with Colin Cowherd. But he's just a clown. I mean, he's a clown on Fox Radio. I mean, why <laughs> would you even take the time? You're in the middle of OTAs. Why would you take the time to worry about what Colin Cowherd, of all people, yeah, is yeah. saying. Why don't you take on Skip Bayless That's next? even worse, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would Shannon say rather... Sharp and go, you know, 
Ugh. I like Shannon. I like Shannon, but he's, I mean, come on, you can't argue. He with supports these. the Eagles, so I, I yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, these guys are supposed to say ridiculous stuff. I mean, that's how they make their living, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they're much like a podcast. They've got to come up with things to talk about every yeah, week, like you do, Ben. Yeah, and the more <laughs> and the more that they insult people, the more popular they will become. The more ridiculous their 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 notions. Well, the more it sounds like he become. he found the perfect home there in Cleveland. Uh, with with Baker Mayfield, I mean Baker Mayfield's jumping on the same band. Well, that that same, I say, I don't know, blame wagon or what would you call it? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure that they argument think, wagon. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're sticking together. I just think it's fun that uh, they have all these new players that they brought into camp, and and they're they're concentrating rather on what they need to do to get ready for the season. They're concentrating more on what they need to do to take on uh, useless media personalities. Yeah. Well, is Baker talking smack? Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was taking. Yeah. yeah, he was taking on Cowherd last year and again this year. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and he's blathering on on Twitter. On, anyone, anyone that insults him or insults anyone on the team, he's, you know, he's the first to be out there saying you know ridiculous things. I mean, I think I, I give Baker Mayfield a little bit more of the benefit of the doubt because he's proven so far to be yeah pretty damn good considering he's only played one season in the league and Beckham's not. Um, but uh, it's your division. Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so the more drama, the better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we can't play with Miami, Buffalo, and New York, and the New York Jets. I mean, we can't be. But some drama would be nice in our division. Give us one. Give us a chance to make the playoffs this year. Uh, anything else on the beautiful Cleveland Browns? Well, I'm I'm excited to uh, see how they play next season. I've mentioned that multiple times in past yes, podcasts. Yes. And I can't believe I had him as my like one of my best moments of the of the <laughs> 2018 season when we did our. Uh, collaboration with NFL picks are in. Uh-huh. Uh, next up, we have the New York Giants. I don't know if you guys saw the memes this week. All the pictures of uh, Jones and Peyton Man or uh, Eli Manning together. They essentially look like twins oh, yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, Mike Francesca Francesa, who is uh, makes Colin Cowherd look like uh, you know Albert Einstein. He's a New York radio personality, TV personality. I think it's radio. Uh, even he is lost on the Giants. Uh, it just looks like there's you know a lot of drama coming out of New York again. There was a few players that came out this week and essentially said that Dave Gettleman doesn't know their names, doesn't take the time to meet or greet any of the players, or doesn't take the time to get to know any of the players. Um, they're already talking about how long and how many games into the season it will be. Uh, before Daniel Jones starts a game. Uh, so this should be good news for you. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of drama in New York, and it looks like Gettleman has lost the media in New York as well as some of the players. Uh, so it could mean some shakeups during the season when they when they need to make a move. They can't, they're not going to be able to make a move. Uh, what do you think about uh, the Jones versus Eli Manning situation? Well, I think Eli Manning will be the starter for the remainder of this season. I mean, if he's still under contract, and I mean, I, I don't know of a team out there that would make a trade to get Eli Manning somehow. Um, he hasn't proven the last few seasons that he has anything left in the tank, really. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about the, the drama in uh, New York, just like you're happy about the drama <laughs> Absolutely. in Cleveland. Yeah, I mean Eli was 25th in QBR last season. I mean, I, a lot. I mean, the Around the NFL podcast, which is the and it's not all his fault, but you know, no, no, no. I mean, but he had. I mean, he had some good players. I mean, yeah. last year he had. He still had a solid core on offense. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, I mean, the defense played okay. I mean, not not nothing spectacular, but he had some. Still, he had some players on offense, but wasn't able to put those wins together. A lot of frustrating games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Around the NFL podcast, uh, which is, I guess, the most popular NFL podcast out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're already talking about how ridiculous it would be to even start Eli Manning uh, in the first game. You might as well start Jones. Nah, if, he's, if he's if he's your guy, you might as well start him. Why wouldn't you? 
I, I wouldn't do that. I mean, how bad can it be? I mean, it can't be worse than Eli, right? I mean, they they always they always open up the season like I mean, it was one and seven anyway. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Washington lost one of their uh, one of their linebackers yeah, this yeah, week. Uh, yeah. Torn Achilles, yeah. I think, or ACL? Uh, or ACL, something like that. Yeah, but yeah. season season ending injury. I mean, no, I don't, I don't wish news. that upon any 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 of the players. I mean, I don't care if they're in my division or not. But that sucks, you know, in in, uh, in OTAs to have that happen and yeah. and you know to be out for the rest of the season. And usually, the injuries in Washington don't start until at least the season starts. Yeah, uh, yeah. but the, the the injuries in Washington are starting early. <laughs> uh, so I guess it's it's bad news for the player. Obviously, I agree with Franny. I don't want to see any player uh, get hurt, but it's also uh, good news for the well-stacked uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're so high. On, you're, you're really high on them, Ben. I am you're really very high, high on, on the Eagles. I mean, I don't know how anybody could not be high on the Eagles. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Julio Jones looking for a new contract. Uh, beginning of OTAs, Julio Jones was not there. Uh, he's a no-show. He was promised a contract extension this offseason and did not report at the start of the team's mm. organized team activities this week. Uh, did the same thing last year. Uh, got a contract adjustment. Uh, Jones' current deal has two years remaining with salaries of $9.6 million and $11.4 million in 2020. Uh, Antonio Brown, everyone's favorite character, uh, uh, negotiated that $54.1 million contract with $30.1 million guaranteed last year. It looks like Julio Jones wants something That was pretty civil, similar. Ben. I was expecting you to say something negative there. About I, well, it's Antonio coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Should I guess a shot rate? There is some. You probably should. should oh, okay. There's some Antonio Brown news this oh, week. Oh, okay. All right. Let me get that port. Uh, Keep on oh, talking. So what do, you, what do you think about, uh, you know, well, he, actually you guys both play in the NFC. I mean, I think I said he was one of the only players in the league that I would pay, pay the man. I'll more him. than anyone else. Uh, <laughs> I think I think they should they should negotiate a contract with, with I mean, him. Russ Post taste, he was the stats wise, he was the best receiver in the league this year, right? Yeah, I, I think we He's mentioned that. Yeah, he was. yeah, earlier. Yeah, so I mean, it was pretty surprising because Atlanta was was so terrible this year, and it was surprising that his numbers were so good, and and uh, he does deserve. Uh, it was nine point six. That he has, he's making right now? Yeah, he's got yeah. 9.6 next year and 11 next year. He probably wants 17 or yeah. 18 a yeah. year and, and over a four or five year span. How old is he? Probably. He's, I think, 28. He's I close, say. close to 30. Close to 30. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's the best receiver in the league next to, to Hopkins. I would pay him. I mean, and he's got an average quarterback who everyone seems to think better, is one of the better than Antonio Brown. The best. Uh, oh, Julio Jones is definitely better than Antonio <laughs> Brown. I don't even think there's a question about that. How can anyone even have a question about whether Julio Jones is better than <laughs> Antonio Brown? <laughs> I mean, uh, Antonio Brown can catch nearly, uh, you know, probably three quarters of the passes that Julio Jones uh, could catch. If Ben Roethlisberger was throwing the ball to Julio Jones, his numbers would be off the charts. Off the charts. Hey, hey, watch what we say about Matt Ryan. He's, <laughs> he's my fantasy QB every single oh, year. God. Right? Did you see Kurt Warner? Kurt Warner snubbed Russell Wilson this week. He had uh, oh, yeah. didn't have Russell Wilson in his top five, which was pretty fucking ridiculous. Jealous. Uh, he had Matt Ryan in there, which is always ridiculous as far as I'm concerned to have Matt Ryan anywhere near your top five <laughs> I'm just getting quarterbacks in the league. Ready for you, Ben. Um, <laughs> but, Franny, what do you think about paying uh, Julio Jones now and getting this drama over with? Well, I would do it. Pam. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> That's he, what we've been he, saying. Yeah. Pam. No. Yeah. Definitely. He he is um, what you would want in in Andrews. He has great hands. He's a big body, um, and he has great numbers every single year. Uh, you know, whether you're you know fourteen and two or whatever they were that one year or or five and eleven. I think that's what they were this year. But his numbers have always been Consistent. at the top. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Pay the man. Yep. Well, we have uh, one of, uh, as we probably haven't announced earlier, uh, we have a plane flying overhead. Yeah. Uh, for our new listeners <laughs> out there, we're on the we, flight path for Burbank Airport. Yeah, for Burbank. <laughs> we, we, we record this podcast outside each and every week. Yeah. I don't know uh, if you can hear it, though, in the mic. These new mics, Ben, work excellent. I don't hear too much of the background noise, so kudos to you, Ben, and Thank getting you. these Thank excellent you. mics. And Sonia's uh, sideline reporter, Mike. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Sonia got tired of uh, Sonia. Ha- she likes to lean back in her chair, so we got her a, a, a mic do. with a an the attached Britney Spears mic microphone <laughs> uh, to make her more comfortable. That's right. Uh, so yeah, so we uh, we occasionally have a little helicopter noise and a little uh, little airplane noise, but football is played outside. Yeah, and fireworks and- pretty soon. It's getting closer to Fourth of July, and as it gets oh, fo- closer yeah. and closer to Fourth of July, we have you know people lighting off fireworks uh, nearby. So yeah, you might Lo- hear a- Los Angeles. Oh. Any excuse to light off fireworks. They will take it. Yeah. Um, it so it's the weekend. It's the weekend. Right. Fireworks. <laughs> so fun. stay off next door. Stay off Facebook. Uh, unless you want to see all your neighbors complaining about the fireworks. <laughs> uh, that which we can't do anything about. Uh, next up we have Patrick Peterson, the seven or eight time pro bowler out of Arizona. Uh, suspended this, this past week or a week before. Six games for... Uh, failing a PED test, uh, he's been very apologetic uh, publicly. Although he did attempt to renegotiate his contract to more backload the contract, so he wouldn't lose as much money, which was probably not a the most best way to handle that. Like I'm, I'm suspended, so pay me more later, and pay me, <laughs> so I make the same amount of money even though I'm not playing. Uh, but yeah, I guess it was a four-game suspension and a two-game suspension for uh, attempting to use some type of masking agent, which is sort of proof that he knew that he might fail the test. Uh, you know, I don't know how I feel about this. I think this is just sort of the luck of the draw. Either you get caught or you don't, but I think there's a lot of players out there, especially you know, folks like Peterson, 28, 29 years old, that have been doing this kind of stuff for, for some number of years and haven't been, get, you know, haven't been caught uh, six games seems pretty steep. I think it's in line with uh, with the punishment that they've uh, dealt in the in the NFL. I mean, I, I, six games is I, I think that's the usual number yeah. for for performance enhancing drugs. So it's, it's 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 a lot of games. I mean, it, it's yeah, definitely more than you get for uh, domestic violence yeah. <laughs> uh, for some strange reason. <laughs> <laughs> the league might want to get their priorities in order there. Um, but, yeah, it's just it's too bad for the Cardinals. I mean, and this sets up Kyler Murray, you know, it takes, takes someone away from the defense to get to get the offense back on the field. He's been, you know, I think he's made the Pro Bowl every single year he's yeah. been in the league. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's sad for him. Uh, I don't know whether he was just trying to keep up with the younger corners in the league and, and, and you know, with a new contract coming up. Uh, soon last year, he tried to get out of Arizona. The Steelers were one of the potential suitors for for him. It's a good thing we didn't end up doing that. Uh, but it's 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 too bad for the Cardinals. Too bad for for well, him. I mean, maybe if he was with the Steelers, he wouldn't be taking performance enhancing drugs. It's just that he knows he has to kind of carry that. Yeah, that's and true. Carry the team. If he was with the Steelers, he's like, hey, you know, I got a better team now. I don't need to take these drugs to, you know. Make yeah, especially better. with that Antonio Brown there. I mean, it just frees the mind. Yeah. <laughs> Sonia, any thoughts on... Is that a on, shot? Is that uh, a any, shot right any there? Any thoughts on... Uh, a little negative right there. Oh, I have some coming up, yeah, believe okay, me. Okay, okay, we'll get that. Well, we'll get there. Uh, Sonia, what do you think about uh, Peterson getting suspended there? Good. It's in your division, so it should be good news for you guys. Uh, sure. 
Yeah, okay. but I think I think Arizona's like bad enough as they are. I don't think it really makes a difference. I'm not going to say <laughs> anybody's bad in my division. <laughs> I thought I saw Kyler Murray the other day. He had some, you know, he had some some water on the table and he turned it into wine. I mean, that's that's as as good as he is supposed to have been. You know, as good as he's supposed to be, he's supposed to walk on water and turn water into wine. Yeah. Uh, so you know, he's uh, the next best thing. Uh, so next up on the dra- or the NFL news, we have the. So, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this. And Damakan Su. 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 He went off to the Bucks on a $9.25 million deal. Him. Guy Man. can't seem to get more than a one-year deal. I know. No I'm, what surprised. He does. <laughs> I'm surprised that it was only one year. Yeah, but you his know, reputation is killing him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when he went to Miami, everybody was clamoring for him. And, you know, now he can only get one-year deals with the Rams, with Tampa Bay. And, you know, who knows, next year it's going to be the same exact thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I mean it's good for him. I mean, they lost their uh, they let what's his name go, whose name is escaping me. Yeah, um, right now, Boost. but they they lost uh, they lost Gerald McCoy for the for uh, they let him go, and he's uh, he went to Cleveland this week to uh, do a walkthrough for a potential contract there. So the the Bucks let Gerald defensive tackle Gerald McCoy go. Uh, who was the third overall pick in the 2020 draft? Uh, but uh, you know, he was due to make 14 million. They got Sue 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 for 9.25. It's just amazing how your reputation can really, you know, wow. limit your earning potential. Mm-hmm. I mean, going mm-hmm. one year with the Rams, now one year with the Bucks. Um, kind of makes you wonder, like, what does he do in the locker room? Like, how bad is how he? Bad like, can, how bad yeah. is his character that you know they just don't care I've to sign the guy because though. you know nine nine point two one. I'm surprised. I mean, the Rams could have thrown out an offer for you know ten million or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the Rams have enough money, enough cap space they do. to be able to sign the guy, but they just let him walk. And he, the second half of the season, he played great for the Rams. Very good. Yeah. I mean, he was instrumental in two playoff games. Yeah. Not instrumental, but I mean, he played really well in two playoff games. Uh huh. It just seems. I mean, the Bucks. The Bucks are the Bucks. I mean, you know, yeah. Bruce Arians. You, you always think the Bucks are going to be that next up and coming team, and they were for a second last year. That's last good. season they were pretty good for you know the first five, maybe six games, but then they just dropped off a cliff. So, I predict the same this year with them. Yeah, and from the from the uh, you know history repeats itself department. Did you hear about you know what's going on in Miami? So uh, at the beginning of OTAs, it looks like uh, Fitzpatrick is outplaying Rosen. Not surprising, uh, which ben. is that's your favorite quarterback. Well, yes, but I mean, how many times does does Fitzpatrick have to look good for a limited period of time <laughs> <laughs> before teams get you know get with the program here? Yeah, of course he looks good early or he looks good for a few games, but he's gonna you know he eventually he's gonna turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> so they should, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, because he does it every single place he goes. Uh, but any anything else to add on uh, Endamakan Sua and his alleged uh, impossible? Uh, personality to get along with. Oh, he no? keeps getting jobs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, guess, yeah, it's I mean, he'll he'll always find a job. But I'm just I'm just yeah. shocked that you know the Rams didn't throw something out yeah. there. I mean, he, maybe he him. was problematic there too. Maybe, maybe. Uh, next up, we have. Uh, there's been some talk this week. Uh, Franny, as uh, if your listeners don't know, Franny is a big Laker fan as well as a big NBA fan. Uh, there was some talk this week of. Is scrapping the NFL worst, um, you know, worst record, better draft pick formula for a draft lottery type formula. Um, what do you think, Franny? Uh, I don't agree with it. I, I like the the way the NFL has it set up right now. If you're the worst team in the league, you get the first pick. And I just love seeing these terrible teams every year pick a player that think 
it's you know the savior for their team, but they end up being a bust. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. kind of fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, in Arizona, your team. Arizona yeah, did yeah. the exact same thing this year. Cleveland did it for so many years. Oh my god! And, and, like... and so it, it just adds to uh, you know to the. I don't know satisfaction. I, I guess because I just love watching that happen. I mean, I, you know, it, it's it's great when they finally hit on one. But I mean, there's so many bad first round or first picks overall, and uh, yeah, I don't I don't think the the NFL should change what they have. You know, in the in the NBA it might work, but in the NFL. So the NBA, so. those little ping pong yeah, balls so in if, there, right? Is it the top uh, ten, twelve teams, uh, or the bottom uh, uh, ten or twelve teams? Um, and they they have those little ping pong balls with the logos on them, and they uh-huh. throw into like that sort of lottery machine where it kind of spins around and spits out the ball and everything. So, um, you know, the the worse you are, the more balls you, you have. Yeah, and, and so it's it's kind of like that. And so you hope for the top pick, and um, I, I don't, I don't. But really you may not get it. You may not get it. Yeah, yeah you may not Knicks, get it. The Knicks ended up with the third pick. Yeah, and they were—they uh, they weren't the worst they, team. They were, they were pretty the close. Worst. Yeah. They were pretty close to being the worst team. Yeah, and the Pelicans ended up. They with got the, the third with the first pick, pick overall. I'd like to see Pelicans. it happen though, just yeah. once. Yeah. I'd love to see how the NFL reacts to something like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> see the Patriots it, it, get the first. Pick. It, it, yeah. Well, they're, <laughs> well no, they would never, they be, would in never be in the bottom. Yeah. Like ten or fifteen. Oh, 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 oh. But allegedly, you know, I guess it's just like a third of the team, third of the league, or something like that. Uh, but they're they're talking that it would prevent teams from tanking. Although I've never, there's no evidence that teams in the NFL have ever tanked. I mean, these people are looking to to keep their jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, teams do badly in the NFL and they get fired. Uh, coaches get fired. People lose their jobs. They lose their livelihood. And the NBA tanking is is sort of an agreement that you come to with the with ownership. It happens on a fairly routine basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's his name? Uh, Shark Tank. Uh, owner of the Mavs, what's his name? Oh, Mark Cuban. Uh, Mar- yeah, Mark Cuban. Yeah, got fined a bunch of money a couple few years ago uh, because he essentially said, "Yeah, we're we are tanking." <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. Well, why wouldn't we? <laughs> we can't make the playoffs. What? But you see, I mean, the Lakers. You know, at the tail end of this year, I mean, they didn't have any other starters yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see an NFL team tanking. There was talk this year that Miami would do it. I just don't. I, I've never seen it happen in my lifetime. I don't know if you can recall a team that just sort of just stunk it up on purpose. Yeah. yeah. So, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think they should go to um, that format. I, I think they should stick with what they have. If you end up being the worst team, even if you're the worst team almost every year, like the Browns were for so long, or you know Arizona probably will yeah, yeah, be, yeah. or the Bengals will probably be soon. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even like the format in the NBA. No, really. I don't like yeah. it either. I, I, don't, I don't know why they don't do yeah. the same thing. Because New York really, you know, in order to turn that franchise around. We need some picks. Yeah. yeah well, they, we need some they, competent picks. Yeah. And I don't know if they were really tanking. They were just had a bad team. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you know, the general manager put a bad team together and you're going to punish them with this lottery system. I mean, you're basically punishing the players. Yeah. I mean, a team with the worst name in the league, in the, probably in the history of the league, gets the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know who the first pick is going to be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this year we do. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Frane 100. percent I mean, it, I keep it the way it is. Teams in the NFL do not tank on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, because even if even if happen. you you take out the starters, you put in the second string guys. I mean, it's a huge roster. Those guys are are fighting for their contracts, and you know, it, it's it's not easy, like you said, to tank because those guys are just going to play just as hard as as yeah. Uh, some I mean, the even last so it might not year. be as good, but. I mean, even last year, I mean, what was it, uh, Baltimore or, uh, yeah, it was Baltimore and Cleveland at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cleveland was really trying to beat Baltimore to oh, knock yeah. them out of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, if, if they had a lottery system, maybe I mean, is Cleveland going to try to lose that game? Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Uh, so I agree with Ronnie. Uh, next up, we have uh, some interesting news on the pass interference front. Uh, they were the owners' meetings. Of course, they were in Florida. Uh, they had owners' meetings in Florida. So it looks like they agreed, and they may have since uh, since I did my last bit of research, they may have already agreed. So they're going to take away the instant replay for pass interference calls in the last two minutes. They're going to take it away from the officials out of fear that there would be too many reviews and give it to the coaches. Uh, So so the coaches will be able to review pass interference uh, in the last two minutes as well as in the remainder of the game. So they're going to take it out of the out of the the referee and the officials hands, which I absolutely disagree with. I, I would also disagree with that. I don't, I don't think that makes any sense. I mean, why, why are the last two minutes more important than the first two minutes of the game? I mean, there, there are so many big plays that happened during the game. Why just the last two minutes? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the coaches like, like desperate, desperate. I mean, they have two challenges left in the yeah. last two minutes. They're just going to chuck the flags. It's like in the NBA, like the last <clears> two <throat> minutes of uh, is it uh, in, in the quarter or the, at the end of the half or the, at the end of the game, the last two minutes um, where if the ball goes out of bounds and they review it, why just review it those last two minutes? Why not review it, you know, earlier on in the game? I mean, yeah. you know, every out of bounds play could turn the tide. I yeah, mean, you just I mean, never that's know. what I said about the Rams game, right? Yeah. I mean, pass interference in the first minute of the game, if you're at the 20-yard line, isn't any more impactful than the last minute of yeah. the game. Yeah. <laughs> I know he doesn't agree with me about that, <laughs> well, <laughs> about that Saints game. Well, I, I, um, we've, we've talked about that in the past. <laughs> but, yeah, so they're going to take it away. Uh, the, what's his name? Atlanta Falcons uh, president Rich McKay said the concern was how many stoppages we will end up with in the last two minutes. They don't want it to turn into, like, an NBA free-throw situation where, you know, every every – you know, play or every other play, they're reviewing it for pass interference. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I, I mean, they don't do it now when the coaches have the review. You know, the review capabilities on on plays. So I don't know why it would happen now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with Franny. Sonia, thoughts on? No, I agree. Review? I agree. I mean, you said something about the the flag. Well, Sonia agrees that only Pete Carroll should have that power. Uh, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Well, the coaches are abs- it, it, The statistics show that the coaches are the absolute worst at determining what plays the challenge. Yeah, they have no bias. The, yes, so. give it they're, to the fans. They're, 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 oh, that, <laughs> you have a vote. Yeah, that's right. That's you know, right. Plays that that the, that the everybody officials, has a little clicker in yeah, the stands. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> right on the armchair. But the the officials are far more efficient at, de- at determining which plays to review than the coaches are and if, if for example if you well that's what the stats show but if you have two <laughs> suppose you have two flags left at, two red flags left at the end of the game right because you haven't had any opportunity to throw them mm-hmm. if it's the last two minutes of the game and you're down by you know seven points or you're down by two scores and and the other team has the ball why not just throw the challenge flags mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and give it you have them, every every coach in the league is going to throw them and those are two challenges that are that are going to delay the game for no reason based only on your desperation to try to get back in the game Sonia, thoughts? Uh, Pete uh, Carroll has some thoughts on this. What did he say, Ben? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, tell us. Sorry, excuse me. (laughs) Pete Carroll wants to get rid of instant replay altogether. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I wouldn't do that. He wants to get rid of all replay, touchdowns, extra points, offside. doesn't matter what it is. He wants to. He says He says he misses the days when the officials were just as big of a part of the game as the players, no. and you just got to live cause, with the calls. That would cause way too much controversy. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Especially if, if you have the technology to do so, you know, why take that away? That doesn't make any sense. I would never do that. What do you think, Sonia? Pete Carroll says, get rid of it. No, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. 
That's old school Pete, man, taking his shirt off. Well, he's, he's the going oldest, back to no replay. He he's the oldest coach in the <laughs> league. Has nothing to do with his capabilities, though. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Not <laughs> no, at all. I actually kind of agree with him, but uh, oh, I wouldn't do it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm in ben. for a penny, uh, you know, in for a pound. Either and three, take away their uh, mouth guards and their shoulder pads. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I think when we first talked Play about rugby. this, I gave the stats for the hold, you know, the number of yards on holding calls this year was far more impactful than pass interference. Yeah. But you can't review that. So now yeah, they're going to pick too. and choose what they're going to review. Either review everything. I mean, you can and, call holding on almost every single yeah, play. I mean, either review uh, pass interference too, probably. Yeah. I mean, offensive pass interference, I think, next year is going to get called a lot more if you mm-hmm. can challenge those. Because mm-hmm. right now, offensive pass interference gets called yeah. very rarely. Not at all. But I think you're going to see corners complaining, and I think you're going to see some coaches uh, get some big get some big uh, plays called back on, on offensive pass interference. All right, last up on NFL news, this is where Franny might have to take a shot. <laughs> so we got a little Cowboys news. I don't know if you guys saw uh, the wandering Zeke Elliott. Oh, yeah. This past week, wandering, chasing this poor woman, his girlfriend, or, or someone, his, his paramour, whatever she is, wandering her, you know, following her around an electronic music festival parking lot, uh, pushing a security guard to the ground. I don't care what anyone says. He did use his much larger body to get that guy over that barrier and onto the ground. Uh, he's had a history through college and his early years in the NFL of drinking a ton of alcohol. Uh, that's his reputation. He's been in trouble with domestic violence You're perfect before. For the <laughs> he's drinking. Um, but it looks like he may be third in line for a contract now rather than second in line for a contract. What do you guys think? Friday. Uh, why are you guys looking at me? It's cowboy, and we, and, and we got it's a cowboy. We, we'll, we'll we want your what, input we'll, on his wandering, yeah, parking uh, lot. Uh, we'll see incident. what. I, I don't know. Uh, what didn't. was the, what was he I doing? Mean, I, Just I don't, chasing I don't his... understand. Like these these athletes when they're out in public, everybody has a freaking camera on. And they're mad I mean, at the dude that that filmed it. He's literally following his this woman around the parking lot. I was clearly trying to get away from him. Yeah. If you're making the, just just stay away from any sort of trouble. Drink whatever you want to drink. I don't care. Get drunk. You know, do whatever you want to do, but just don't touch anybody. You know, just I, I don't understand athletes, not just the NFL players, but athletes in general, or or if you know actors, whatever. Just I don't. Get I, it. I don't. I mean, everybody has. Yeah, yeah. Was essentially a, a camera on them. I mean, everybody can record anything, and and there's video evidence for everything. I, I wouldn't have gone to the parking lot man i would have stayed in the festival yeah, and the, say, and the, thing that I I, the thing that i found the most offensive is that it was an electronica music festival just like who goes to those huh honestly ele- electronic well, music it's like that it's like that europe that, that guy that meme from the, the european guy dancing yeah. and sweating they're fun they're fun ben i mean maybe me and you should visit one uh, i would one love to day. go i just i think in the guy we'll i think the guy heard it right yeah I think he heard his chance. I think they're going to negotiate a contract with, with Prescott and then tops. Cooper, and then I think he's going to be third on that I think list. that would be a big mistake. Uh, I, I think Zeke should be number one on that list. Uh, and then... What, no Dak? And then Dak, and then... Um, crap, Cooper? Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, Cooper's only 25. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't think Zeke should be third on that list. I don't. I, I don't uh, think, I so think either. he's a bigger impact for that team, impact player than. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I would pay him and, 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 and use him as much as you can possibly use him while yeah. you got him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's he's. A, I mean, he hasn't been injured yet. Maybe next year. Hopefully. He seems pretty. Hopefully, I mean, he seems pretty durable. I mean, so far he's he's been very. Dur- I mean, he's had a great offensive line most of the years that he's been there. Yeah. 
uh, but, uh, which which like is what makes all cowboy running backs great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Emmett Smith, who probably wouldn't even <laughs> wouldn't even be sniffing the Hall of Fame if he'd played for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, yeah, well, um, I mean, he had a couple decent years with the yeah, Arizona Cardinals too. He had, he had you know five Fords and a Chevy up front. <laughs> um, but yeah, so next up we have uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah. So the the Cowboys allegedly made an offer, and Dak Prescott has fired back with a counter offer. So mm-hmm. it looks like these negotiations may. Drag out a little bit. Jerry Jones says they will a little absolutely. little more drama in the NFC East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Get him better. signed. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I, I think they should pay Prescott, you know, 25 to $27 million Yeah, you're there. a little bit higher on that than I am. I was saying around $20 million a year, and, and I was high on Dak Prescott. I didn't say anything negative about Dak Prescott. Um, I, I, I just think uh, Zeke is, is uh, more impactful for that team. Yeah, I don't uh, – you got to have a quarterback. You do. You definitely do. And that, I mean, and there's so there's a, such a dearth of decent quarterbacks out there. And I mean, I think you and I think was it last week that Friday went on his that was like I think a, it was two a three weeks. to four minute uh, love fest for Dak Prescott. It was it last week or it the week before? A love fest. It was a lot of really <laughs> positive. I, wasn't here I, I, for I just it. think I you, were, you were oh, you? you were shocked that I would say anything positive. It about was a lot any of positivity though. Cowboys player. Um, but you know, it was like an affirmation video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's good enough. I, I don't. I don't think He's he deserves as enough? much as you think he does, but he definitely does deserve a contract. And I'm not sure what you know contract they were talking about. What he fired back with, what they offered him in the first place. You know, yeah, we we'll, don't know. We'll, but we'll it looks see like... what happens. But um, I, I love it. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like there's some distance apart, um, yeah. which I think is 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 telling because this. What, what do you think about Dak Prescott, though, Sonia? I mean, you've seen, well, you saw him in the playoff game against. Yes, I did. The, the, We're the not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they beat you guys. It wasn't him that beat. It you It wasn't guys. him. He <laughs> well, made kind of. He, he he made a couple of good plays. Yeah. I mean, he ran in. <laughs> Remember that that one play where he just bowled us over and ran yeah, right you did us? give him lots of opportunities yeah, with we the did. ball, though. That we is did. lots we and did. lots and lots of opportunities <laughs> with the ball. <laughs> we did. Um, I, I don't think he's. You know, he's one of the best out there, but he's the best they've got right now. So yeah. I, I, when you say pay him, I mean, where are we right now with this yeah. contract? I don't know how many years. Maybe it was just the years. Yeah, it could that... be the years. I, I think the Cowboys probably gave him somewhere around a $25 million offer for four years. With or three years, some, what, about, what about 30 to probably 40% guaranteed, something like that? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's worth more than 25 I think you think he's probably worth less, less than twenty five. Yeah. But, but you can't get him anywhere near Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. Oh no, he's he's not on that level. These he's guys, more middle of the pack. Yeah, and we'll get into this a little bit more with you know we talk about Bobby Wagner later. I mean this 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 idiotic. I mean this this notion that if one dumbass general manager out there gives a player a ton of money that they don't deserve, that you're <laughs> then the next player should yeah. automatically get that amount or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just that's just sort of a moronic notion. I think in Bobby Wagner's case, it'll. I think he deserves it, but it just you hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he made this much, I want that much. Yeah, it's like well, and it's like your what? numbers are not as good as that guy. Yeah, and and who cares? I mean, who cares? I mean, I mean, they gave back when they gave Aaron Rodgers thirty four million dollars. Does that mean the next quarterback should get forty million dollars? Well, yours did. I mean, <laughs> well, no, he got he, well. Roethlisberger's made his fair share of money. I'm not going to defend Roethlisberger. And two championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do have two championships. That's true. <laughs> uh, all right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, it is our shot of the week. Yes, our signature shot of the week. Hold tight, everybody. 
Like I say every week, that song never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this shot of the week, it was it was uh, fairly easy to come up with. You know, it's Memorial Day weekend, uh, so I figured why not put a red, white, and blue shot together, and that's exactly what I did. Uh, so it is a little bit of uh, vodka with Sprite, uh, with a little bit of blue curacao, and a little bit of... Um, grenadine at the bottom and we're also topped that off uh with a little bit of the white uh sprinkles at the top so um yeah let's can, let's give this a yeah, shot yeah, yeah. to uh memorial and day and it's and it is uh, dubbed the salute shot because we salute. salute all of our <laughs> veterans yes thank you all of our fallen heroes for your contributions to this country and others thank you so much cheers everybody let's cheers. give it a shot cheers 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 oh my god oh, oh. Let's not spill. Let's not spill on the equipment. I just cleaned the, this entire table and I just spilled the shot. Yeah, and these are pretty sticky. Uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> oh wow! 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 It tastes like a bomb pop. Oh my god! And that's exactly what it is on Pinterest. It tastes like a bomb pop. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That is. Really oh wow! Good. That sprite. That's, that is freaking really good. That sprite is really good. <laughs> I mean, adding the sprite to the yeah, shot. I wonder why they added really the sprite good. to it. I, well, I think if we actually drank it when I first made it, it'd probably be a little bubbly, but it kind of uh, really lost its uh, fuzz or fizz. <laughs> oh, wow. That shot is amazing. Wow. Very good. That was very good. Sonia, what are good. your thoughts that on very that? good. Excellent. Very good. Would you finish it? Wow. You oh, yeah. Sonia just pounded, pounded that. Wow. <laughs> did you not? I did. Okay. I did. I don't know. We got to lick our fingers. It wasn't like that. Other, well, I don't know what that other one was where it was like sort of stuck in the bottom of the glass. <laughs> it came out in clumps. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. That is uh, that is a really really good shot. Hmm. Wow! Yeah, that was very good. Thank you, uh, thank, you, thank you to all of our our fallen Thank you, Blue out Curacao, there. for <laughs> giving us all these uh, beautiful colors in these shots. Yeah, now I mean, I think I said it a couple podcasts ago. I mean, now I know why so many so many drinking shows use Blue Curacao in mm-hmm. their drinks. I mean, it really gives it that pow. Mm-hmm. It's really good. All right, Sonia, you want another one? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our listener message. Oh, our listener message. Sonia looks thrilled. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for listening and subscribing to our show. It really means the world to us. Uh, we are humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website, thirstinggold.buzzsprout.com. Again, that's thirstinggold.buzzproud.com with your friends, relatives, or anyone you think would like the show. Anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox. CastBox. Oh, sorry. I was- <laughs> <laughs> Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, or just about any other podcatcher. You can put it in the Google machine. Just search for 
Thirst and Goal podcast. Uh, please, please, please leave us a review if you have the time or click on a number of stars higher than three, preferably. <laughs> uh, if you would like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, you can email us at podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. Again, that's podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a message on Twitter at Goal Thirst or on Instagram at Thirst and Thank you, thank you, thank you to all our listeners out thank there. Thank you. Thank you. I dropped my pen. <laughs> all right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben. I had to take a look back at the board because I didn't have the picture on my phone. <laughs> uh, finally, we're on the same page, Ben. Yes, yes, yes. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so on the board, whenever we do our signature uh, beverage of the week, Ben just puts brown taste on there uh so i'm guessing it's always some Le'Veon or uh, some antonio <laughs> brown news but it is uh usually a brown drink it's a cognac or a scotch or a bourbon or rye something within the whiskey uh, family so this week we have a scotch ben uh it's our second scotch i second, think we've yeah, tried on the show we eventually we'll have Lemoranger. a taste Lemoranger. yeah uh, yeah, two weeks ago we had that, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. had the Armagnac last week. And uh, so the uh, the shot, or actually the the beverage this week, um, is a it's called a Shield Shieldeg, Shieldeg Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Hey, from Scotland. Hey, and uh, it is a ninety two rating from Ooh. wine enthusiasts. I always try to find the ones that are that have a high rating yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, wine sure. enthusiasts. Yeah, and so. Um, the this is from um, the Total Wine website. It says uh, space. <laughs> space <laughs> Scotland, a fine classic single malt made from malted barley, a soft entry lead to a supple, dryish, medium-bodied palate with sweet spice finish. I don't know if that's any good, guys. That's but, <laughs> no, it's very good. Perfectly balanced, best enjoyed neat or on the rocks. Gold medal from the San Francisco Spirits Competition, and so it's it's aged twelve <laughs> years. It's uh, that's pretty good. Spa- not bad, right? Yeah. Is yeah. there a minimum aging on Scotch? Uh, you know, I, I figured uh, uh, the minimum is is three years, so oh, it has okay. to be aged at least three years. This one's twelve, um, oh, wow. but uh, you know, I figured since we did the ten year, let's get some uh, some scotches that are between ten and twelve year. That way, we can do a taste test for scotches that are you know between aged between ten and twelve years. All right, let's give this. So let's let's uh, try this. Taste. I mean, it won't be as good as your accent for sure. Uh, I don't know about my accent right there. <laughs> that was really All right. Good. Let's give this a taste. You could be in Game of Thrones. That's With right. that accent, you could be in Game be of Thrones. Be a wildling. Sure. <laughs> it would be north. You know, it, I don't know. You have to the proper clothing for that. All right. Let's give this hey, a cheers. taste. Cheers, cheers everybody. It's very smooth. It is. It is very smooth. Sonia says, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. it's very, I'm not sophisticated. It, I think it's. I mean, it's not as smooth as the 15-year... The Glenlivet that the we Glen had, Livet yeah. The 15. Um, we'll get to those eventually. It's got a little bit of a bite to it. It's a little... It's smoky. I, do I... Am I crazy or is it no, smoky? No, it definitely is smoky. It's got a little smirk burns. to it. It's, yeah. It's got... Um, the finish is a little harsh, but it doesn't It, it doesn't linger. Uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of a harsh finish, but it doesn't linger. It doesn't taste that harsh to me. Um you know, you definitely get the smokiness, um, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of caramel. Oh, there's definitely a through. caramel hint in there. I don't know if I'm tasting the... It's good. I like it. I mean, it's shot. it's an easy drinking scotch for sure. I mean, this is the one yeah. you can sit at the bar with. Mm-hmm. How do you drink scotch? 
slowly. Just like this, Sonia. In- uh, <laughs> I mean, do you sit in a big old leather chair, look out the window. With, a, with, uh, with a cigar, Golden possibly. retriever in front yeah. of the fire. Yeah, one of those leather couches with an ottoman, you know, the, the leather couches with all the buttons in them. Hey, Seamus. <laughs> Get me a little bit of that scotch. I mean, if, if you're going out to gather up the sheep and it's, you know, it's <laughs> 25 degrees out. Uh, you might want a little <laughs> bit of this before you go out there and venture yeah. into the fields. And the bottle's really nice. Yeah, the bottle's yeah, actually... The bottle has it, a, the bottle's a, a nice, really uh, nice sort of bottle. lavender, sort of uh, purpley color with uh, their logo on it. Very nice. I could drink. It's got a little bit of a... It's got a little bit of a hint of, of a rye flavor. A little bit. Yeah, it has a little bit of bitterness little to bit. it. Uh, but I like it. I mean, I, I, I think I like good. it better than... It's bitter and it burns. <laughs> I, th- I think I like it better than the Glenmorangie. I think so. I, think so. I, I do like it better than that. So when we do our scotch taste test, of course, Glenmorangie will be my well, number one. We'll have to search for a, a Jim Beam scotch because... <laughs> I definitely, I don't think there's a scotch from Jim Beam. Uh, or, or we should have thrown in... You know the whatever five scotches, and then just throw in Jim Beam for you guys as a <laughs> sixth suck. one. See which one you guys suck. choose. I'm sure Jim Beam will come out on top. Y'all suck. <laughs> oh Lord, Sonny. So uh, does it pass your test? No, no, no. I like it. I like it. It's well, very it good. It passes your guys' test. Yeah. I'm just not sophisticated. I don't well, have I don't that. Think it's, I, I just for, don't. Th- yeah. Well, you're not not a, I just look at whatever for whatever front. Oh, vanilla. Yeah. So, yeah so, so, vanilla. Sonia was. Uh, <laughs> well, Sonia was a big fan of the bourbons. You know, she liked I, the bourbons. I think I like yeah. the bourbons more. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get her a. What was the best bourbon we had? Angel's Envy? Jim Beam. Or the Barrel? <laughs> for you, Ben? <laughs> no, for me, it's Jim Beam. But, well, I mean, uh, in, the, in the taste test, it was Elijah Craig. Yeah, for, Elijah Craig. That's, yeah, I mean, that, me and, and you and both chose Elijah Craig. From, you know, many of the 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 podcasts that cover bourbon, you know, Elijah Craig is fairly well-received. That and the Woodford Reserve Double Oak are, are fairly well-received, oh, and, and they're pretty inexpensive. I have for, to get a bottle of bourbon. that. I think we had the Woodford Reserve, but not... That not one. the double O. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was. It, it gets a lot of really high praise from 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 taste tests where it's bl- you know blind taste test. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets a really really, it's really well received. Yeah, I'll have to uh, check Total Wine and see if they have that. If they do, I, I should get that. next They do. Time. I was talking. I was listening oh. to the uh, the whatever the uh, the Bourbon Lens podcast. Very good Bourbon podcast, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they actually picked it up at Total Wine. Yeah, Total Wine is man. I love that store. <laughs> it, it, it is. Probably gets out of work at five, and we start the podcast around eleven. <laughs> He's at Total Wine from five thirty until about ten thirty. I could stay there for kinds a, of stuff for a long yeah. time. I could, yeah, I, yeah. And, and that's where I did spend most of my time before I came over here. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Because looking for the beers. I don't doubt it. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, actually, I skipped over this on the big board. It's our tag team news. Ooh, our tag team news, our thirst and goal news. News from the Seahawks, the Eagles, and the Steelers. Where do you guys want to start first? Steelers. Steelers. Oh, you do, you do. Yeah, Are you sure you want to start with the Steelers? All right, Antonio Brown. Here we go. <laughs> Hopefully ready. I have the uh, shot it's in front ready of to me. Go. I probably do. Uh, yeah, so Antonio Brown, uh, actually, I think it was earlier this week, or, or a couple weeks ago, uh, first and foremost, he pled guilty to a 100-mile-per-hour ticket that he received, I think, uh, last year. He finally showed up to court. He blew off court once, uh, being the scofflaw that he is. Uh, do, you also, have a, do you have a word-of-the-day calendar? And you're like, I'm going to incorporate this so, word into the You know what this motherfucker also did? Oh, oh there's a shot. There's a it? shot. There's a shot right take there. It. All right, I'm taking the shot. What uh, are we drinking? Just hand him the bottle. Jack yeah. Fry. Jack, Jack Fire. Okay. Yeah. Jack Fry. Here, Jack Fry. <laughs> I do not like Jack in the Box. Mmm. 
Ah, it's worth it. Yeah, Jack, Jack Fire's not that bad. No, it's good. It's yeah. worth it. Yeah, we need we need that. So this motherfucker also, before I get to the actual news, uh-huh. this motherfucker's neighbor had to go on Twitter because Antonio Brown, the second he moved out of Pittsburgh out to uh, Oakland, he hasn't mowed his lawn since he left. <laughs> he hasn't had anyone taking care of his house. His, his lawn is overgrown. His house looks like complete trash. It's in a nice suburb of, of of Pittsburgh, and his neighbor had been trying to get him to mow the lawn, and he actually had to go on Twitter and embarrass him, and he and he actually, I think Antonio Rowe asked someone in the city to do it for him for free. <laughs> and so the pictures of it, and it was actually kind of a bland house. Well, I mean, it's a house you would expect a, a football player to live in. Uh, but so there was some other news for Antonio Brown this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it took six months for Ben Roethlisberger to finally admit that he went too far in criticizing Antonio Brown. Uh, and Ben Roethlisberger did an interview an interview this past week with the Pittsburgh Tribune Review. Uh, Roethlisberger essentially said that he genuinely regretted some statements that he made against Brown, most publicly criticizing him for running the wrong route in the, I think it was the interception against, I want to say San Diego, but I could be wrong there, uh, in a team, in a, in a loss uh, that, that was really impactful last year. Uh, so Antonio Brown's extraordinarily mature response was, of course, to ignore it and move on with his current duties with the Oakland Raiders. No, that is not what he did. In fact, he went to Twitter and actually just posted two words, two-face, to Ben Roethlisberger, meaning I I don't know what the fuck Ben Roethlisberger is supposed to do. You're a douchebag when you don't say anything. You're a douchebag when you apologize. apologize. I'm not sure how he's being two-faced if he's actually coming and telling the honest accounting of what happened, Uh, although Antonio Brown's not the sharpest tool in the shed. In the interview, Roethlisberger admitted that he probably went too far when he used his 93.7 FM radio segment in November to cast blame on Brown for running an imprecise route uh, that was actually was the Broncos and it was intercepted against the Broncos. And Roethlisberger subsequently told reporters that Brown, a seven-time Pro Bowl selection, was among a bunch of number one receivers, a bunch of number one receivers on the team. Roethlisberger went on to say that he took some heat and deservedly so for some of the comments. Uh, he, you know, he said he genuinely feels bad about it. Uh, he's sorry. Uh, and did I go too far after that Denver game? Probably. Uh, so what do you guys think about Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger? Ben Roethlisberger actually also, uh, he had initially indicated earlier in the offseason that he was going to discontinue his radio show, but apparently the radio show show may be back on, which is what led to all of these problems in the first place. Um, but what do you guys think about Roethlisberger and Antonio No More Pro Bowls Brown? <laughs> I, I think it impacts you more than it impacts us. Sorry. Uh as I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sonia's, as, mic, Sonia's mic was a little far away. I can't drink and talk on <laughs> I know. This mic. That's true. That's true. Fair um, enough. I think it impacts you more than it impacts us. I mean, who cares? Well, I mean, it, affect, it affects the league, right? Does I mean, it affects it? the league. I mean, didn't jo- Joey Porter go off on, on Roethlisberger also? Uh, Joey Porter's going off on everybody. He's like, right. he's, he's from the Todd Haley school of uh, maturity. I mean, but he also said that, you know, the only person that. Ben uh, Ben cares about is you know himself and he does things for himself and um, I don't know I don't know I, who cares I care 
It's my yeah, quarterback for my yeah. team. Yeah, well, he tried to do yeah. the right thing, and Antonio Brown couldn't just suck it well, up. Antonio and say, Brown just proved Let's that he was on. a douchebag. Like we already knew he was our, you know, a douchebag. Yeah. So yeah, Let, no, no biggie, no biggie. And uh, now everybody in Pittsburgh realizes that he is uh, a douchebag. And and Ben did admit that you know he lacked leadership last year. He he did lose his way. So. Yeah. Ben's it pointing at shot, me like though. I said something. It was worth a shot. Well, no, I had forgotten to bring that up. I had oh. forgotten to point out that Ben had had actually done something that he probably didn't believe, which was admit that he or, or claim that he lacked some leadership last yeah. year, and that he expected there to be too many, or he expected that other team, other players on the team who have been around the league a long time, been with the Steelers a long time, would help him lead the team and that he probably lacks some leadership as the quarterback as the highest paid player on the team. And I forgot to bring that up. So Sonia bailed me out on that one. Had no idea I was. But yes, Antonio (laughs) Brown, dirtbag to the people of Pittsburgh, driving 100 miles an hour through a residential area. I I think another shot. Not mowing his fucking lawn like a decent human being. Start drinking out of the bottle right now, Ben. Just hand him the bottle. All right, I'll take another shot. (laughs) I deserve it. But Antonio Brown is, I mean, come on. You just let this guy get to you, don't you? Well, I'm just so looking forward to David Carr and Antonio Brown crashing and burning like a just fiery car wreck next year. I'm just looking forward to watching it. You know, David, I mean, was it David Carr? David Carr? No. Uh, oh, Derek Carr still plays. David Carr also came out and said that Joe Montana is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, I don't know what is with this family, but that is some crazy dumbass shit to be saying right there. I mean, Joe Montana is not a Hall of Fame quarterback, not in the top two or three quarterbacks of all uh, time. I guess he's not as good as Derek Carr. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on. But I mean, Joe Montana is definitely oh, one of, of the top. Of course. Yeah. Sure. I come mean, on. he just said, you know, there's he, no argument. He had a good team. He had a good coach. Uh, anybody oh, could have won on that team. Yeah. Well, see what happened when he went to Kansas City when he was 40. <laughs> he couldn't play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I like David Carr, generally speaking, but that was just not for those comments. As do I. Sign <laughs> as a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One more shot. Okay. Mow your lawn, man. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. Ben, why don't you just go over there and do it for him? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, it's just it's disrespectful, right? I mean, you just you don't have essentially it's indicative of his personality. When when you're and he's done with you and he's moved on, he don't give a shit. He doesn't have to clean up any mess. He doesn't have to empty the dishwasher. He just just goes mm-hmm. and he leaves his garbage behind him and his. I'm just shocked he didn't his, have a gardener in his wannabe no, stone tutor house. Did he cancel the gardener, or did the gardener decide? <laughs> No, he actually, I think he went on Twitter and essentially asked somebody to do it for him for free. Like, is there anybody in Pittsburgh who wants to mow my lawn? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there are still some fans out there that would probably. Oh, yeah. I just mowed Antonio Brown's lawn. (laughs) That's right. Actually, you could probably post that on Twitter and get like a a thousand likes for that. (laughs) Uh, You guys want to take on the Seahawks or the Eagles next? Mine's easy, so let's go with Eagles. I don't even know what the Eagles have. Oh, the Eagles. Oh, Wentz. That's big news on Carson Wentz, man. Good. Huge news on Carson Wentz. Finally. Carson Wentz will have no, count them, no, limitations uh, in organized team activities and camp this year. The Eagles will be smart with their franchise quarterback, but there will be no limitations on his practice. There will be low limitations on on what he does on the practice field in terms of don't get hurt. Please, <laughs> Just don't in get terms, hurt. in terms of practicing with the team, Just don't I, I think him. this is great news. He'll <laughs> he's be, in, he's going to be involved in the majority of the work during OTAs as well as camp. Uh, you know, I just think this is really, really, really good news for. Uh, the Eagles that he is he's essentially what the Eagles are saying is that he's entirely healed, he's entirely ready to go. He's going to practice as if nothing he, ever happened. Nothing ever happened. I think this is really 
really big news considering the the severity of the injury. Frane, what say you? Good. <laughs> I mean, it's it's excellent. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, and, and I don't I don't see why he wouldn't, especially if he's one hundred percent. Let him go ahead and, and uh, be a full participant in the OTAs. Well, I'm I excited mean, about that. It's great. Good yeah. news. I mean, some coaches they they baby their players. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they they'll they'll they won't want to have them involved in any kind of contact drills, especially when camp starts. You know, I, I think it's huge news. Sonia, what say you? No, like I said, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Uh-huh. I just be careful out there, please. <laughs> just be careful. <laughs> just don't touch them. Don't well, breathe. Sonia them. lived through this. A Let little. him throw I the mean, ball. Russell Wilson didn't get hurt right in his first couple of years in the league, but he was that. It, he didn't learn right away to get down. Right. I mean, he played with reckless abandon for his first couple of years. But he, he also was closer to the ground. <laughs> I mean, Dak Prescott, too. I mean, he, he plays, probably puts himself at a little bit too he much does. risk. He does. Yeah, not as good not for a, you guys. Not as bad as Carson Wentz was throwing his body around. Well, he thinks he's a tight end. I mean, he thinks, he's, you know, you look at how long Rob Gronkowski lasted in the league. Maybe yeah. just take it down a notch. <laughs> but I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. With the team that they have on the field. Uh, that Howie Roseman was able to put together with Joe Douglas. I mean, it, it's. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really happy that that Carson Wentz is coming to to camp in full strength or OTAs in full strength. I, I think it's kind of a measuring stick. Also, I mean, I think the Eagles want to see kind of where he's at. Uh, he didn't play a full season last year. He went out injured the year before. So, you know, if if they feel he's healthy enough to do it, then yeah, definitely put him through. Emotions. He has 106 days to stay healthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. He better. He'll be okay. I think I'm he'll sure be okay. Fine. Hopefully. Uh, more Eagle news. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins is still an OTA stay away. Still uh-huh. hasn't come into OTAs. Uh, not really much to add there other than that. Uh, we, you know, we discussed it, I think, last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really think they're going to need to to pay that man mm-hmm. uh, because he deserves it. But he has, uh, rather than... than you know, showing up and complaining, uh, which is what you know he could have done. He's he's actually decided to stay away entirely, which I think this is the first time in his career where he just hasn't showed up for for OTAs when there was a contract dispute. Finally, what do you what do you think about Michael, Malcolm Jenkins? Stay away. Um, I would say pay the guy. How many times I mean, has he had contract disputes? Uh, not I think many. This is, I think this is his first time. Yeah, I mean, really. this is his first. I mean, I, mean he, I don't know if he's staying away because he's, he wants a new contract or because he had a long season. He played pretty much every single snap. Um, so he's you know he's taking it easy in the off season. I'm not sure if it's that. Um, he wants a contract. You know, <laughs> I, I'm hoping it's the other thing. <laughs> well, I mean, Thomas got the money and Honey Badger got the money. He he just <laughs> and he's and for what he makes, he's he's definitely yeah. No, he's he's I think definitely he's in big. the bottom twenty or, or he's like number ten or eleven highest paid safety in the league. I mean, he deserves to be higher. Yeah, but than he, that. he's a big part of that defense. A big part of the team. Um, he, he's, he's one of those guys that you need on the sideline. If you're down by, you know, 10 points with four minutes left, you know, that's, that's, uh, trying to get you fired up. He, he, he never thinks that a game is lost and, uh, that's the kind of guy that, that teams need. And, um, you know, that's what he's been with the Eagles. You know, he's not the best, uh, safety out there, but you know, he, he gives his all. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he reminds me not of Troy, Troy Palomalu, but he has that type of instinct in the mm-hmm. game. He knows where to be, mm-hmm. even if it's not the play that we're call- yeah. that was called. He's got that winner's mentality. Yeah, and he he just he makes up for the deficiencies of other players as well. So I say, pay the man. Uh, last up in Eagles news, 
Uh, interesting, interesting news. So the Jets have asked for and been granted permission to talk to uh, Eagles uh, Vice President of Player Personnel, Joe Douglas, for their open general manager position. What say you, Franny? I hope he doesn't get that job. <laughs> I hope he stays uh, with the Eagles. He's done an excellent job, and I would hate to see him move to a different team. But, you know, if, if that's what it is, if he's offered a huge contract, and, you know, what, what can you do? I'd be happy for the guy, but at the same time, it would suck for the Eagles. Yeah, he's very well respected. Apparently gets along with Adam Gase really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Howie Roseman, for all his genius, probably hasn't done all of this amazing work on his own. Uh you know, he's just done an amazing job, and Joe Douglas has got to be uh, integral to that. So, I mean, obviously you want to see Joe Douglas do well and be a general manager, but do you want to be the general manager of the Jets? Yeah. yeah. Is that where you want to land? Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we talked, I think, last week or the week before about Peyton Manning. Like, if you're going to start your, you know, your career as as an executive manager, yeah. on a team, do you want it to be with, with the Jets? Yeah. Uh, so I think that he'll. I think well, I mean, he'll, for for the money, if if the money is right, then yeah, definitely, I'm sure he would head over, head over to the Jets or any team that's terrible. Well, there's no salary cap on uh, on vice presidents of player yeah, personnel. Nope. The Eagles can match whatever offer he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the the ego being what it is, he'll probably end up as a general manager somewhere someday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what what happens with that. So next up, Seahawk news, Sonia Seahawk news. <laughs> there really wasn't much in news other than uh, Pete Carroll wanting to go back to 1955 and get rid of the replay. <laughs> there is Bobby Wagner. B-Wags. So B-Wag showed up to OTAs this week, but he is in a mentoring capacity. Yeah. He has decided that he is going to show up and uh, teach the players intellectually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the younger players, he'll stand on the sideline and talk to people and coach people up, but he is not going to step foot on the field until he gets paid. That's right. He essentially said that he, uh, C.J. Mosley, got $17 million a year, $51 million guaranteed of an $85 million contract, and he, for you know, for all intents and purposes, said he wants more than that. Sonia, what say you? I think that's a lot of money. I think right now, I don't know what our cap is, 25 mil or something? I think you're mil? about 2,500 a cap. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I I think that's just a lot of money. <laughs> he, oh, that's hard. I love him. Son I think is, he's son great. Is conflicted. She's like, oh, I, I am conflicted because he's a good player, but you know, so is Frank Clark, and we let him go. Yeah, yeah. Well, he well, wanted he wanted he a wanted, ridiculous uh, yeah. amount of money for a for a uh, for an end. I, I, I mean, think he wanted the same thing. He wanted the seventeen mil. Yeah, and, yeah, and he got eighteen and a half from where did he go? Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. So Frank wants to break that 17 mil. So he wants like, you know, more than that. So I, I don't know. I, I think that's a lot of money. He's up there. You know, I think he's, he's 28. Yeah. Um, CJ got what, five years, right? I uh, got five year, $85 million. But this is, yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, if history predicts anything, it said any defensive player that leaves Baltimore goes on to have a worse career after the fact. <laughs> well, Baltimore, signing a Baltimore, def- wait, wait do you see cra- Eric Weddle crash and fucking burn this year. Uh, it, it's the system in Baltimore that produces these players. It is not the players. Uh, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed being the exceptions, uh, but signing a Baltimore defender and accepting, expecting them to perform as well, 
uh, I think is a, is is not a particular smart move. There's a lot of there's a lot of players that have left and, and stunk it up after they left Baltimore. But as I said earlier, the fact that C.J. Mosley got this deal should have nothing at all to do with Wagner's deal. But in this case, Wagner played almost He's all the better. snaps last year. He's a middle linebacker. He ran. He runs that defense. He played like I don't know ninety six percent of the snaps or some insane what? amount last uh, year. Wagner Wagner is is better than Frank Clark in his position. By far, they're not even in the same universe in pay terms the of their in terms Just of their position. But how old is Wagner though? Twenty eight. Oh, he's fairly young. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been I, around I, I a while. Thought, yeah, it seems like he's been around much longer. Wow. But he's he is an amazing player. I mean, he runs that defense. I think this, his comments are, are more posturing than anything else to say. I mean, the number he said. I mean, the number is the number. The market is the market. Um, yeah. Well, it's a business, so. You know, I hate when people say, it's, ah, well, we already had this conversation. That's the top of the linebacker market, Wagner said. That is the standard, and so that is the plan to break that. Yeah, I think that's a weak-ass argument, personally, but it's worked for everybody else. You know, by that standard, right? I mean, Dak Prescott should get $36 million. Yeah. Well, that's the top of the market. It, it, yeah. But he, he is not at the same level as Wagner is in his position, though. Yeah, I mean, Frank Clark, don't get me wrong, he's a hell of a player. But to compare, I mean, Frank Clark to defensive ends to edge rushers, Bobby Wagner is a far better linebacker than Frank Cl- than, than Clark is an edge rusher end. There's just no two ways about it. Just Bobby Wagner's probably the second-best linebacker in the league behind um, uh, Khalil Mack. Hmm. I, I don't think there's any question about that. You know what? Pay the man. All right, I convinced her. Pay the man. I you know, well, well, I'm thinking. Wait a minute. Who do we have? I mean, Dougie left us. Well, he gave you. Uh, well, he everything retired. He obviously, yeah. yeah. Don't make me cry. Um, we should got we, Lockett. Should we play that Tiger Tyler Lockett. No, uh, no. <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. I did watch it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, at least he's there. I mean, at least he's at OTAs. I mean, he has yeah. as much to share with his with his mind as he does with his. With being on the field well, he, because he's he one wants of the, to help those kids out. Who will I, take his position and take his contract. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, he I would, understands I, if he that wants to come too. to the Steelers, we'll pay you twenty million dollars because that's how good. I mean, I would give the guy seventeen million dollars. Uh, let's let's in just my pay sleep. the guy. I, I think I think we're okay. I mean, we already paid everybody else. Well, Russell got just a hair more than Rogers, and when Rogers negotiated, he negotiated a contract what two, three years ago. That's, that's, I think it's been a couple of years now. Yeah, so I mean, it was already behind the market. Wow. Well, so Russell okay. didn't get much. More. Much more. Okay. <laughs> you know, and Rogers is at the tail end of his career, so. <laughs> well, now he could go into acting. <laughs> He's going to be on Game of Thrones pretty soon. Uh, okay, so that's uh, yep. that's it for the tag team news. <laughs> Friday, what's <laughs> next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. We're going to talk about our homebrew? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frane, put on your brewmaster hat. <laughs> put on your well, monocle. Well, Ben, uh, you've been watching it bubble up. It I looks have. like it's fermenting just fine. And uh, next week we'll uh, transfer it to the other uh, carboy, and you know we'll have the second round of fermentation. And then two weeks after that, we'll bottle it and eventually drink it. But it looks pretty good. It looks good so far. Well, based on your uh, experience expertise <laughs> in this area, do you say that it is progressing as intended? From what I've seen online, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it looks really good. We actually were... We should put um, a live cam on it. Friday, Friday was uh, trying to hammer down 
some labels for our Thurston Goal seventh round IPA. Again, thank you, Mitchell from Manitoba, for that awesome name suggestion. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Trying to nail down some labels. I sent it to to our uh, our listener from from Canada, and he approves of the labels thus far. So should we should we go ahead and get those printed? At least a few of them. Uh, sure. I mean, what do you think, Sonia? Well, oh, you sent it to uh, yeah. I sent it to Mitchell? our listeners, and they oh, they've approved perfect. of the label. Cool. Oh, awesome. Wait, that was we, cool. Oh, okay. We didn't even uh, know. Twitter, Thanks for letting us know. Twitter, well, on a direct <laughs> message. I didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, right. I don't want to put anybody on the spot to say, you know, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it, you know, if they don't like it. Well, it's it's just our yeah. it's our first attempt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's so our first I mean, attempt. obviously there will be more labels, but uh, you know, if we can print out, you know, however so many labels, maybe uh, thirty or forty labels. I mean. We'll have to peel them off and put the next sixth round yeah, on there yeah, yeah. and, and, so and cool. go from there. And again, anyone out there that knows how we can get this to our listeners legally, uh, <laughs> you know, I do hear about people sending alcohol around the country and, and to other countries, but I just want to make sure that we do it. There are. I mean, a lot we of We do it the, in a way that's not, that doesn't run afoul of the law. The scotch drinkers on Instagram, a lot of them have giveaways, and somehow they ship the scotch out to folks around the world, so I'm sure there's uh, a legal way of doing it. So yeah, for I'm sure. I'm sure you can do the same thing with beer as long as this package doesn't leak at yeah, all. Yeah, we'll send it to you. A liquor yeah. mule. Yeah. We'll send you, uh, <laughs> our beer is not to be paired with oranges and limes well, and lemons. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely try it first <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before we, it goes anywhere. And we'll give it a day to get through our system and ensure yeah, that yeah. Uh, there, there's a, not, not a larger the number of trips to the bathroom, yeah. and we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> then we'll be ready for, uh, to we distribute it. We will record our, our expressions as we take our Oh, for sure. We might need to get some video of that. Oh, this we'll is get some great. Video this is the best beer ever. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, again, kudos to Frane for putting all this yes, together. Frane, he got, he got the equipment. He got the yeast. He got the hops. Seriously. He got the spices or whatever well, I mean, they were. That, that was all part of the, um, uh, the starter yeah, pack. He bought, but, this, yeah, the, he bought this uh, contraption to chill the... the <laughs> to chill the the wart down, you know, he had it all planned out. He 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 checked me every step of the way when I wanted to do something <laughs> that was funny. without cleaning the equipment first. Uh, so yeah, he did a really awesome job on this. So we're looking forward well, to I mean, because this. you have done it in the past, though. Yeah, you did it in the but, past, but, but it, it didn't but come it didn't, out. It didn't come out yeah. exactly as intended. Well, so, it was uh, pantyhose that, in the that, bathtub. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably because the the equipment that you were using wasn't sanitary. So, I mean, you have to keep it sanitary. Yeah, yeah. The bathtub was not as sanitary as it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You probably shouldn't shower at the same time that oh, you're man. putting the beer into the carbon. It was a little soapy. Yeah. A little soapy. <laughs> uh, but it was, uh, yeah. Tastes we, a little we, bit like Lever 2000. It tasted good, but we couldn't get the carbonation. Yeah. yeah we couldn't well, get the carbonation. Maybe you just didn't wait long enough. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. It's one week in. Uh, next week we'll transfer it for the second part of the fermentation process and then we'll bottle it for another two weeks and hopefully it'll have enough carbonation and we'll see how that tastes. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is next up on the big board, Franny? Ben, should we do our, our, our beer taste test or should we taste the beer of the week first? Uh, Actually, it's the... The taste test first. All right, we'll do the taste test. We're going to tell you. We're going to taste. Uh, how many is it? Five, six, six, six. beers. We're going to taste yeah. six American random random beers that I just pulled off the shelf. <laughs> Total well, one. Yeah. Various, types of, various, beers, types, various of types of beers. Various types of beers. I think we should snake our bottles onto their shelves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with our, lo- yeah, our logo, with our logo, That's put, right. a- <laughs> put a fake UPC label. Like, you know, it's not working. It's not working. Price check. <laughs> Price check. We have thirsting gold <laughs> IPA. What a stand have at the, stand, we'll stand at the cash uh, registers all day and see if anybody buys it. <laughs> I'll come out with a green apron. Oh yeah, yeah. That's nine ninety nine a bottle. <laughs> 
Very small homebrew. All right, we are going to do our first. Is it our first annual or our oh, it's, fifth? It's, it's our fifth overall fifth taste overall test. Yeah. Taste test. Well, what have we done so far? Well, we did uh, we did bourbon, yep. we did rye, we did prosecco. Yep. Oh, that was a good one. We did the water. Yeah, it's the water for the beer. In fairness, water for, it was for the, the beer. beer, and now uh, for Memorial Day, they're all uh, American craft brews, and so we'll give those a shot, and uh, we'll have all of the beers once we get back, so we can let you know what we tasted. Absolutely, hold tight, everybody. Yes, and we are back. From our uh, beer taste test, and that was a lot of fun, guys. Absolutely. Check the videos on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, and Sonia, you had a great song, by yeah, the Sonya way. Sonia had the best Sonya song, song, for sure. Of course. No doubt about it. Of course. So Sonia has all of the results, actually. And uh, Sonia, have them right there. Actually, the I do. number one and number two were unanimous. The Absolutely. third one, we had to have a drink-off. Yeah, we had a drink-off for number three. Yeah, we weren't <laughs> sure because we chose... Uh, our, our third beer, nobody chose actually. Our, our third place finisher, it was like, it was kind of hard. Yeah, but, it, it, was. yeah. it was. So what's our, what are the other results? Uh, landing in third place is Tangerine Express. Um, I'm not sure who the brewery is. Well, let me yeah, let me look that up right here, son. Yeah, it looks like it was Stone. Oh, that's right. So yeah, it's very simple, right? Stone yeah. Tangerine. <laughs> All right. And that was surprising, Ben. I mean, Ben, you, I mean, you like, um, you know, IPAs. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was, it was a fruity IPA. Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, and and, and so you know, from our drink off, um, you chose what was was Stone on Ben's top three. I don't think that it was. I, yeah, it was. Oh, it was. Two. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Ben's number two. two. But none uh-huh. of us, me, neither me or you, nope. chose that one. Nope. Yeah, nope. so that was pretty interesting. And my number one was what again? It was a red trolley. Yeah, the which red was trolley. My get it off the table. Drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> And what was number two? Uh, number two was Funkworks. Yeah, the Funkworks Saison. Like Saison, Saison. That I one really was very good. We, we we actually everybody chose that in their top three. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah. No. 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 Right. Actually, just you and I. From oh, okay. All right. Ben, ben didn't want anything to do with a light beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then our number one was Bell's Amber Ale. That was yeah. a very good. That one was very good. Yeah. That one was good. Had that flavor. Was very good. It was All crispy. three of us chose it. Yeah. Yeah, it was easy to drink. That one was good. Yeah. Yeah, and finally chose the Lagunitas as one of his. <laughs> that was my number that was one. His, his number one. Too. So finally chose one. the Jim Beam of beers <laughs> as his number one, just for the record. I love it. Well, it, hey, that that's why it's so popular. Right? The the Budweiser that was on our table. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was the Stone uh, Tangerine Express IPA, the Funkworks Saison, uh, the Carl Strauss uh, Brewing Company Red Trolley Ale. Uh, the Kentucky Old Fashioned Barrel Ale, uh, the Bales uh, Brewery Amber Ale, and then the Lagunitas IPA. So those were the six beers that we did try. And it was very, very, very good. It was fun. They were all good beers. Sonia, maybe not so no, much no. that that one no, that she no. kind of almost Red knocked trolley. off the table. I, <laughs> I don't yeah. want this. She Take was this not up. a big fan of yeah. that one. As soon as I saw the color of it, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, nope, so uh, kudos to Franny for picking these beers yes, up. Franny, thank you uh, again. And, Great and choices. So many to choose yeah. from, and I'm I sure mean, we'll do so this many again. Craft beers. That was cool. Uh, but that was fun. We could do a craft beer 
you know, takes test it, it literally every podcast, yeah. you know, for the <laughs> until the end of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but these were some really good offerings. I mean, I think it gave everyone a sampling of of IPAs, yeah. of lagers, of uh, more fruity this, sort of yeah, beers. Yeah. It was really, really good. So kudos to Franny for picking these beers up. Yeah, and Ben, your your number one was an IPA, and you drink IPAs all the time. Yeah, and I knew it too when I when I put it when I pushed it forward. I was like, this is, but this is the best of the of, of the beers yeah. that were on the table. I they mean, were all that, good, yeah. in my opinion. They were all good, but those top three were, you know, they were they were just a little bit better. Absolutely. And next up, we are going to do our beer of the week. Yes, we will, Ben. And it's 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 definitely. It looks like it should be interesting. Yeah, 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 for sure. Sonny, do you have some information on this beer that I don't have? Uh, I, I wasn't sure if this was one and the same beer. I think uh, I think it is. And this is in honor of our, our Spanish listeners picked up another Spanish beer. And yes. It looks like it should have an interesting flavor. And I'm not sure how to pronounce this beer. Er Bucaran? El, uh, er Bucaran. El Bucaran. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. Kind of cool. Where, where is it from? I mean, it's from Spain, obviously, but which which city? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. But uh, near Valencia, I believe. Oh, Valencia, okay. Yeah, it's brewed with salt water. I hear Mediterranean. Yeah. The, the Mediterranean from the Mediterranean Sea, and it's what's really funny is that I was pointing this out to Ben on the side here. It said there was researchers at the university in Spain claimed that some of these beers could help the body replenish fluids better than water or Gatorade. Wow. So this won't give you a hangover. Wow. It so actually helps After a night of drinking, we should probably down a 12-ounce bottle. We should bottle. just be, let's, let's, get us a, let's get us a kegerator <laughs> full <laughs> of El Bocaron. Uh, you know, the website, is, you know, essentially it says, interesting smell. it's the fusion of two business concepts, seawater and craft beer, which has made it possible to produce a unique product in the world. The first and only beer with seawater in the world. El Bocaron is a fresh beer, blonde, and above all, easy to drink. Uh-oh, by the pool in the summer. <laughs> without <laughs> without added gas, uh, without filtering, and without pasteurization. It doesn't look like it's filtered. It's, yeah. uh, <laughs> it looks pretty cloudy. Yeah, well, this is interesting. The beer murky. is made according to the German purity law of 1516 which decreed that beer could only be made from basic ingredients, water, barley, malt, yeast, and hops. Unlike industrial beers, craft beer undergoes double fermentation, which is what we're going to do with our beer. Oh. Yes. Yeah. All right. Pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. So oh. let's, let's give this a try. Let's I give mean, this okay, Gatorade a taste. That's an interesting... <laughs> I mean, it's, Does it smell like the sea? It, a little bit. A little bit. It actually smells like vacation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we let, go. Let's give it a shot, guys. Wow. I actually like this. <laughs> wow. I, That's an amazingly drinkable, to, tasteless beer. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that. It, it, But it has a beer flavor, for yeah. sure. But it doesn't. Uh, Coming from me, that means that well, yeah, it it's, says it's, a lot. It's not as light as the height. It is um, light, though. It is very for light. As murky as it is. Yeah. I mean, this is I was, what I, I imagine our beer to look a like. A little bit of bitterness to it. But there's no bitterness no, at all. No, it's really good. Oh, that's really, that's really good. Winner, winner, chicken. Wow. Dinner. I think Sonia approves of this beer. I love me my Spain. I love it. That is really, really good. I, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with the. I, I don't know what the flavor profile on this would be. I mean, it's it, it's it's 
you know, it tastes like a beer, but then it gives you some different sort of notes here that I can't, I don't know, I can't really describe it. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, There's a little bit of saltiness to it, though. Someone did say that. Someone did say, say that. Like um, the finish is a little bit salty. Someone says that it's fruity peach and apricot with a touch of salt. You taste the peach to start, and then there's like a light salty aftertaste. I do taste the salt, Franny. I do, yeah. Definitely. Um, taste the salt. Not very full-bodied. It's not full. It's it's very light and crisp. Uh, grapefruit-like bitterness. No. I'm, uh, I'm, but a hint of salt. I don't taste a grapefruit. Mm-mm. A little citrusy. It's good. It Folks, is good, good, though. I mean, it's, it's a very me, it's interesting <laughs> flavor. Ben, what, what, what do you think? I like it. I mean, it's very light. Uh-huh. And there's definitely, I feel salt on my lips. Mm-hmm. I, I have no idea how they how they use salt water to brew the beer. I, mm-hmm. I, I literally have no clue how that would even be done, that where, the, where it wouldn't taste so salty as to be almost undrinkable. But this yeah. is not undrinkable. It's very, very drinkable. Yeah. It, this Too is probably the most interesting beer that we've tried so far on the podcast. I mean, it tastes like, uh, you know, your typical lager, your light lager, but it, it's more crisp and it has a different flavor at the finish than your typical sort of, you know, your height, your Estrella, the, you know, those types of beers that are very drinkable and light lagers. It's funny, like, if you let it linger in your mouth, you really get that saltiness. It's strange, right? Yeah. I mean, am I, am I just, not going to have a hangover it. tomorrow? You wait for it, and just like you get a little bit of saltiness on your tongue. It's pretty interesting. It's, 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 that's a very interesting beer. I mean, I think that's going to make my top two or three really of like all it. of the beers that we've yeah. tasted thus I mean, far so on much, our beer It's different. Test. It's just different. It's yeah, Franny, kudos again, man. Man, I, I just saw the bottom. I mean, the bottle is pretty cool. It has like that um, almost Tiffany blue. I know, huh? <laughs> this is the one you didn't get a six pack of. Yeah, 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 there's, yeah, no, yeah. There, there's no six pack. It, oh it, no, it's a separate beer. So, you know the oh, ones really? at, at um, they're very good. Yeah, it's at very, um, very what's called at, at Total Wine. Wow, you know it's it's they just had you know a little little you know Spanish a couple of Spanish beers in, in that section of the international beers, but it didn't come in a in a pack. That's why I just got a couple of them. I wasn't sure how it was going to taste. When and Sonya, you want the rest of mine? No, no, no. There's still another oh, bottle in the cooler. So good to know. But that is that is very, that very interesting. Good. Sorry, Estrella Dam. And I choo choo choose this one. And it's, what is it again? It's Er El Bocaron. Er, er Bocaron. Yeah, that's 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 definitely. That's really what, is it, what does it say on the bottle there? Let me see. Uh, Made with salt. <laughs> handcrafted in Spain Made with, with salt water. Mediterranean seawater. Ale brewed with Mediterranean seawater. Um, water, malt, hops, yeast, yeah. And uh, airbocaron.com. So E R B O Q U E R O N.com. And uh, cerveza elborada con agua de mar. So, <laughs> water of the sea. Yeah. That is very yeah, I mean, interesting. It was really, really good. And and I like I really like the bottle. That is really nice. It has like like that that like double label right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Wow. There okay. So there's a little bit in there. It's very good. You can uh, you can finish that off. But wow, interesting. Yeah, successful beer. I think that's taste the longest talked and successful about a beer. Yeah, we, yeah. we tried those six beers, Valencia but none thing? of them taste yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. This was really good. 
Sonia, yeah. finish that off. Yeah. I still got my. We're going uh, to have to hit them up. We're going to have to hit them up and be like, kudos to, you know, See the little fishy your concoction there. Yeah, let's that make was... sure we get that picture up so I don't forget yeah, to. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll definitely put a picture post up. that one because that's, that's, that's unique. I and mean, my this... empty glass. <laughs> yeah, fill it up. Fill <laughs> it up. It's perfect. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, it's our shout out to our fellow podcasters out there. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, we are in a crowded niche, the NFL podcasting community. So we want to make sure that we support all of our fellow podcasters out there that are doing, you know, work week in and week out that we really support and that we really enjoy. So we have a couple of shout outs tonight. Uh, We have a shout out to the Loaded Box podcast, one of my favorites. This is a great show covering all things NFL, hosted by Ben, which I like, of course, and DJ. (laughs) Uh, This pod is released twice a week during the NFL season. Kudos to you guys for being able to do that. And once a week during the off season. Uh, They discuss fantasy football, uh, you know, against the spread, uh, daily fantasy sports picks, and all news surrounding the NFL, but in their own non-boring way that so many other football podcasts have been constructed, uh, which are sort of sort of robotic in their approach. Uh, you know, if you like sports, if you like the NFL, uh, they also crack a beer at the beginning of each show or near the beginning of each show, which we enjoy. Uh, you know, it's a really, really great show. You'll love it. Uh, you can find them at uh, LoadedBoxPodcast.com and on Twitter at LoadedBox. Uh, this is a really, really uh, fun show to listen to. Also... Uh, shout out to a really unique podcast. I think it's maybe one of a kind in this niche, uh, the Football History Dude Podcast. Uh, this is a show dedicated to teaching NFL fans about the rich history of the game that we all know and love. Uh, the host, Arnie Chapman, uh, really knowledgeable dude, uh, just a regular guy that loves football and is a nerd when it comes to learning about football history. The show covers the history of rule changes, major developments, union negotiations, and much, much more. He had a great episode on the Steagles, in fact, uh, when the, Ste- uh, the Steelers and the Eagles merged uh, during World War II. That was a great episode. Uh, there's a little bit of humor sprinkled in for the land of the dorks. Uh, we believe this show is for you if you like the history of the league. Uh, you can find this show at thefootballhistorydude.com. And on Twitter, at FHDude. This is a really, really interesting show, and I think, uh, you know, very uh, unique in the in the NFL podcast niche. Uh, I encourage all of you guys to check it out. Uh, some really interesting episodes on union negotiations, on rule changes, and the history of rule changes. It's, it's a really, really, really interesting show. So, thank you, Arnie. Frane. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, it was the final episode of Game of Thrones. Not sure what we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> we'll find a show. But uh, what did you guys think of that last episode? Well, I liked it. <laughs> I know this. Ben liked it. I mean, I've been complaining a lot about the show. And, Not really. And, uh, you know, well, maybe... In the, in the early part of the... Actually, I don't think I complained about it at all. No, I don't think you did. <laughs> uh, I mean, I really liked it. I mean, I know it took much, much less time to get where we needed to go than many would have liked, but it got me where I wanted to go and where I thought the show needed to go, even though it took place much... Or it took a... It was a much more truncated period of time to get there. Uh, I liked it, and maybe it's because it's over and I just choose not to... 
you know, end the show with a lot of negative energy. Uh, so maybe maybe it wasn't as good as I'm saying it was, or I think it was. Who are but I, you? And which I just don't want to. I don't want to end it on a negative note. It gave us six amazing seasons, and and season seven and season eight. Yeah, there were some shortcomings in both of those seasons, uh, but I feel like it ended strongly enough to leave me satisfied. I know my co-host disagrees, so take it away. It was an ending. <laughs> it, you know, it it they they ended the show, but like you said, it was it was a little too fast. It was it, it seemed like it was rushed. Like they just wanted to get to the end. That's how the whole season felt. And this last episode, they could have created three episodes out of this one episode well i mean did sonia what do you think i i agree with franny i agree with uh what's his name aaron Rodgers. (laughs) yeah Um, yeah well he's not a tv critic yeah i don't know but that was that was a pretty good critique by uh by aaron Rodgers, though yeah i mean he did but but then again is there any ending that they could have given us that wouldn't have a ton of people that you know would find something wrong with it i mean is it would it have been possible to do that yeah 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 <laughs> but how i mean how you know they, they could have ended it the way they did but i think the in between getting from point a to point b they did it in such a short amount of time it, you're like wait 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 why 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 did that happen all of a sudden what's his name brand brand becomes yeah the he's king like and... i am not the lord i am the three-eyed raven yeah, yeah exactly he or said crow or whatever i well, am but he was pulling and he's like the, how he about was, king he sure. was pulling the strings for a long time why do you think I, i'm I, here i don't know yeah because someone wheeled you here <laughs> well yeah i mean that was a little offensive like why do you think i came all this way you mean why did someone bring you all this way yeah, yeah. i don't know I mean, in season five, he wasn't even on the show. The entire season, he yeah. wasn't even there. Well, that's because they you know? wore us out with... I don't, remember when I said that, though, in the earlier seasons? I was like, there better be some payoff for this dude because they are spending a lot of screen time on this guy. And there was some payoff. For him? Yeah, for But him. not for the viewers. Yeah. Uh, well, who, but who would you want to be... King and or queen at the end of the season. John or even, yes, even Sir Davos. Davos, there was no chance. But John, John, I mean, John Snow, I mean, we spent all this time on John Snow. He can't even decide between six beers, let alone run an entire kingdom. Yeah, but I mean, he was brought back from the dead for what? Exactly. So I mean, he kills exactly. the queen, then and, and then gets sent up north again. Yeah. Back to where he began. I mean, he uh, he was brought back from the dead to end the what? reign of the mad of the queen. evil queen. Yeah, but yeah, but Arya could have done that. <laughs> Not a yeah. problem. Well, yeah. So, yeah, she, she, she kills face and she kills Daenerys, and then John becomes king, and then you know he gives Sansa. the north to Sansa. <laughs> but he did want to be king. I mean, he never, neither did Bran. Well, no, Bran wanted to be king. Yeah, well, he, well, he just he, didn't tell you he, he wanted to be. He king. didn't. He didn't claim that he wanted to be king earlier on when he said, "I, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't want to be the lord uh, because I'm the Three Eyed Raven." You know, That's it's right. like he, he didn't want any sort of title until they're like, "Hey, you want to be king? All right, cool. Yeah, I'll be king." Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he played a pretty long game there. Uh, Allowing he didn't, Tyrion to, to he didn't play any game. He I was think the one he guy was, there that didn't play a game. Yeah, but he but he was the one that set the wheels in motion by telling Tyrion or by telling uh, wait by telling John about his uh real heritage, which yeah. and, ultimately and, and what, what, was told to Sansa, which was ultimately was told to Tyrion, which ultimately caused a giant yeah. shit show with Daenerys. But I mean John was a Targaryen for no reason. 
like he was a Targaryen, and right. he was yeah, he was yeah. the right, he was the next guy in line yeah. to become. Uh, yeah, but that was the point of the ending was yeah. that we're gonna break the, the king, chain, we're gonna break the wheel in a way, we're gonna get away from that. Yeah, they they broke the wheel, but the dude that's the king is sitting on wheels. Well, that's true, <laughs> but he's not he's not there simply by birthright. Uh, you know, there's no more Joffreys, no more. Um, Targaryen children, no more Baratheon children, Gendry. no more Cersei's who were yeah. there simply was it Gendry because Baratheon? they're married to the king. Gendry was a bastard. Oh, Gendry, yeah, yeah, Gendry. I mean, that they broke. At least they broke that piece of it. <clears throat> they broke the piece of it that connected the kingship or the queenship and, and, to your. And heritage. also, after John murders Daenerys, how does he end up in the dungeon? Like, how do they know that he was the guy well, that he's, killed he's Daenerys? John, he like, we don't know what it. happened. Like, he, we just see him, him kill Daenerys. He definitely admitted then, to it. And then we cut to the next scene where everybody's sitting around in the council. A few weeks later. A few weeks later. Yeah. Like, how? Like he could just be like, I, you know, Daenerys just flew off. I have no idea what but happened. That's not Jon Snow, right? He definitely admitted to it. As soon as Grey Worm or whoever came up there, he just said, Here's what I did, but I'll take no, my punishment. There's no reason to because if you don't like, you know, if, if they're like, "Oh, what happened?" He's like, "You know, well, she flew but off. that's I, why he would have made a good king because I'm sure he admitted to it. I'm well, sure he just said, "Look, this I is what know. I, I did. I what I had know. to do, buddy." You know, and, he, and, and, and if that's the case, why not kill him right away? Well, that was a little bit of a yeah. uh, like. But Grey Worm is a soldier, right? I mean, he didn't have anyone to take orders from at that moment. Uh, so if he were to kill Jon Snow when he said I killed Daenerys, he, who's who's giving that order to do that? Well, I, I, well, he he's sitting in that that uh, he he brought Tyrion into the stadium where they had the council, and he told him, "Hey, shut up, stop talking." And then he goes ahead and and elects a king, right? Uh, yeah, right. Grey Worm's exactly. like, "All right, just yeah. choose, man. Yeah. I don't want out of yeah. here. I can't yeah. be dealing with you people anymore. I got to get out of here. Shut up, you talk too much. Yeah, yeah, Keep yeah. on talking." Yeah, <laughs> it I mean, I, no sense. I, I thought the first half of the episode was extraordinary. I thought it was a really, really yeah. well done. I mean, Tyrion walking through the ruins of what is snow or ash. We're not sure exactly what it is. It I, th- I thought it was ash. Yeah, it it looks ash. like it was it was ash, but you know, finding Jamie and Cersei and and also that too was kind of stupid. Of course, he's like buried behind uh, below like one brick. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, this brick. There it is. I there know. they are. I know. Oh, there's his hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but if they were like two feet to the right or the left, they wouldn't have been covered. And in, in, that's—it's like the whole keep caved in. Yeah, and Tyrion walks I'm, in there like there's just that one portion of bricks look, that fell down. It. I gotta look past it. I mean, I, we I, don't have to look past it. I mean, those guys should be fired to. in Hollywood. Those guys should never—they shouldn't be uh, working on Star Wars next. I'm, well, yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, Star with Wars—the that. last whatever movie was terrible. And if they're going to take charge of the next few episodes, they will be terrible, too. Because but, I mean, the first this... two will probably be good, but the last one, they'll rush through it. I mean, a lot of this is on <laughs> is on George Martin, too. I mean, a lot of this is on his failure to finish two books in the last decade. Well, yeah. That's... I mean, he's had eight years to write these two books, and he has written not one of them. Yeah. Um, and for all we know, this is what he essentially told them. This is how the books are going to end. I don't know what to tell you yeah. guys, but this is how I this is how the books are going to end. Yeah. Get there somehow. But if if Bran is going to become king, at least show what he did during the Battle of Winterfell. You know, warg into a dragon or something, and 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 fight. You know the 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 army of the dead. But he knows so do, the do past. Something. He knows the. Fe- I mean, he brought he brought the Night King. To I'm him going or to Arya go now. Where did you go? (laughs) Well, what did you think about the beginning? I mean, what did you think about the first half of the episode? I mean, come on, you—the scene 
with Drogon and John. When John sniffs it, I mean, just the scale to show the scale of Drogon, he shakes off the snow and the ash. I mean, that was that an was amazing. Awesome. Scene. That, was, that was pretty cool. And 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 the Nazi Musa, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, you know uh, symbolism of yeah, yeah. Da- Daenerys with the flag flying on this giant flag on the left, and yeah. her essentially saying. We know what's right. Where did that flag come from? I mean, it was a, the, the, the cinematography. The were busy. Yeah. The cinematography and the CGI in the first half of that episode were Or when Daenerys was standing amazing. at the top. Yeah. The scares. And then I mean, when Drogon sniffs him. Up to the point where the dragon carried Daenerys' body off, that was good. Oh. After that. When he nudged it was, her body. It was, it was not very good. Oh, and that scene to me, that to me that was the scene of the series right there. Uh, Drogon... I mean, if you if you listen to the book, I mean, if you if you if you listen if you read the books or if you understand what they say in the books, not that I haven't read them all, or any of them, um, or any of them, <laughs> you know, dragons are thinking creatures. They're not like people, but they are thinking creatures. So for him in that moment to understand what happened, to understand mm-hmm. why all of this happened uh, profoundly, and, and to, to the burn the throne and to fly away. With her essentially saying, I, I, I can't help you people, you mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. because this is who human beings are. Uh-huh. Um, I just felt such empathy and sympathy for Drogon. He killed all those people at the direction of Daenerys, probably didn't want to do any of it. And he was essentially a tank with morals. And <laughs> I felt, I just felt like this is the only character on the show that I still like. Yeah, he lost his brothers, his mommy. Was where is he now? What's yeah. he gonna do? Well, she wasn't a very good mommy. I mean, she did lose two dragons. You know, it's I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. shouldn't have pets. Yeah, Daenerys yeah, shouldn't have pets. Have pets. Um, but where did he go? And and when Brad, to, yeah, when he looks at John, oh me, no, my remember God! Remember when um, when Jorah and Tyrion ended up in Valyria when he got snakeskin? Maybe yeah. he went back to Valyria. You know, the 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 old. Uh, home of of the dragons. Of the dragons, yeah. I mean, and, and and the great thing about this episode is they made me sort of research stuff and try to figure stuff out. Because um, I didn't realize they talked about the Targaryen civil war mm-hmm. that took place. You know, I don't know how many hundreds of years prior to the the scene that we're in. Because I thought initially, okay, you can't burn John because John's a Targaryen. But the, during the but Targaryen civil war, Targaryens were fighting Targaryens with dragons and yeah, killing yeah. each other and burning them all over the place. Yeah. So it had to be more than that. It was simply that Drogon was like, I know who you are. I know what you did. I'm not going to kill you. She put herself in this situation. I'm just going to get the hell out of here. And it was just a really amazing, like, I think did I, I think I teared up during that scene. Oh, I was bawling Dro- my eyes out when he was nudging <laughs> Dro- her. Oh, forget it. Forget and he, it. And he just left John there, uh, burned the throne, and and was on his way. I mean, just yeah. to think, like, you know, he was essentially Daenerys's Hodor. <laughs> oh, you know, made made him do a whole bunch of stuff that he probably would not have done otherwise, uh, and he ended up suffering for it. But Bran, Bran asked, "Where's the dragon?" Yeah, and I was I was pissed when he said that. I'm like, you know, haven't you done enough with this, with this dragon? Just leave this freaking dragon alone. Uh, you, don't you know everything? Yeah, like you should know where the dragon is. Did he is. say he was going to go find? Yeah, 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 Johnny's yeah, not yeah, a big yeah, brand fan. Yeah. Well, no, I mean I'm not. Of course I'm not a big brand fan. <laughs> Neither yeah, were yeah. you, Ben. What are you? Well, but, but remember in the earlier seasons, I said like they better do something uh, with this dude because he is boring me to tears with this tree shit <laughs> and dragging him around the dragging him around the north for 
episode upon episode what upon happened episode. To the chick that was dragging him around yeah, for two. Yeah, she yeah, died. Her, but no, she didn't die. She didn't I thought die. she died. No, no, no. no. Marine, what's her name? Marine? Oh no, Marine's the city. But I think it was something like Marine or something. I don't know what her name was, but yeah. she's she dragging him around. And the next thing you know, yeah, we know what happened to her brother. I thought her she died got, when her, her brother, you know, got got killed by. Oh right, right, right. And didn't the, uh, the White Walkers? Benjen, Benjen helped them at some point. Yeah. As well. But where'd she go all of a sudden? I don't know. And what happened to Gilly? Whatever. Gilly, well, Gilly was there. Gilly was there. I, 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 she was in. Uh, she was drinking at Boddington's. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. No. No. Remember, they had the kids. Or didn't they have kids? And and I don't know if they were. If she was in Winterfell yeah. or, or. But oh, she was. Okay. Like, She's still alive. She's yeah. still alive. Okay. Nobody died. No characters. And then, then Brienne going and writing in the book. Oh, that was know, awesome. But, I was crying was during that it? scene too. Oh, uh, why well, was it awesome? Well, man. it was because she, he made a comment. Uh, someone made a comment. Earlier in the uh, in the Taiwan, yeah, yeah. She wrote his history. Yeah, because because Taiwan had said there's not a lot of stuff in this book, and, and Jamie essentially said like I don't care about books and I don't care about history and all that. But well, clearly he did care about his volume legacy. one, Jamie Lannister. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, but that was Brienne showed a lot of maturity in that moment to to. Write I like Brienne. Brienne yeah. was one of my I was one of my favorite go up north with characters the, with John. But even why why send John up north? You know, I mean, the unsullied, the, the unsullied, right? Yeah, they, they were sent off to Noth or whatever yeah. it is, and the, the Thraki. I don't even know where the hell they ended up, but like nowhere, hopefully. It, but who's there to watch over John and see if his punishment was carried out? I think uh, it was a symbolic punishment. I, I, it, it, it's like yeah. He's you know, like, you are to father no Arya, children. Yeah. Said the unsullied it, it, one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the punishment was to go away and not to, not be a part of this. Once, once the ship society. left, like, all right, John, we're just we're just messing with you, dude. Yeah. All right, you can come up to winter. But he did. He blew it off. I mean, he blew it off he and he walked off. off yeah. uh, you know, on the other side of the wall with. And why wasn't Tormund? He didn't look happy when he saw him. You know, like if they sent me up north and I was there to hang out with my buddy and drink wine for the rest of my life, I'd be like, dude. I, I thought that awesome. at first, and I think it was just that he he understood the somberness, that, you know, of the of the occasion. Yeah. And I guess that was like the east wall as opposed to the west wall. That's why it was still standing. Which one thing I appreciate about the show is they didn't tell me anything, uh, so I had to research to figure out like, wait, why is the wall still standing where they are? I thought he burned it down. Well, one portion of the wall, yeah. Yeah, but this was not was, the portion that yeah, got burned. Yeah. I guess that was the more direct yeah. path to the north the or whatever. I think I think those two are I think those two are going to be good. I think he's going to be the Hans what is it Hans Raider uh or Hans Raider. Yeah, something like that. The, yeah. the, the king beyond the wall. I think that's going to be John's destiny. I don't know if you guys noticed there was a little bit of a blade of grass, a little bit of a yeah, greenery growing, yeah. Growing so that, the spring might be coming. Yeah, yeah. Because the 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 dead are dead. Yeah, uh, well, winter, you know, like all, all the winter is coming. Uh, BS at the beginning of <laughs> Game of Thrones. I mean, uh, winter lasted, didn't they say, like for hundreds of years? I mean, it lasted for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And this time, you know, winter lasted for like three weeks or something or whatever it was. And there's already grass growing up north. I well, think, yeah. I think I mean, the, uh, they had to kill the, the, the White the, Walkers, the White Walkers yeah, and, yeah, and the Night King and all. So I mean, once the, that was gone. The purest, uh, you know, thought that was a little... Insulting. Yeah, uh, but I mean, they could have done so much with this final season, and it, it, it's pretty sad that it was so rushed. And and Bran becomes the king. Yeah, I mean, but who else? I mean, Sansa can't become the king. I mean, to your point earlier, Fran. I mean, Sansa's like, I want no, freedom, uh, and everybody's yeah, like, no, we don't want freedom yeah, either. No, we don't exactly. want that. Was give also, you, yeah, yeah, that was also like, no one else dumb. stands like, up. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, brother. You know, like, yeah. you you want to be the 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 king of the seven the, the, of children. the seven kingdoms or whatever. Um, but uh, I want to break away. I want to have a breakaway republic, basically. Let yeah. me take care of the north. 
why would nobody else in the council speak up and be like, you know, Dorn wants to break away or, yeah. or you know, or, yeah. or the Vale why, wants why to break so away, you know? Shansa. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in real life, if they're like, if you're going to break away, then we want to break yeah. away as well. Why do we even need yeah. a union? Yeah, I mean that's another reason I like the show. I mean, I, I like the ending. I mean, it got me to like Sansa. I mean, I hated Sansa before. I <laughs> couldn't stand her. Oh well, I don't know. It's over. It's over. But that's it wasn't it. the ending that the viewers deserved. But who else? Who else would have been a good? I mean, I mean, unless you're following the same, the same story arc from the beginning of the series. I mean, Tyrion, <laughs> Samwell. Uh well Samwell I mean what did you think of the last scene with the with the joking yeah. and the that was a little too much because we just had Daenerys <laughs> die a I character that we followed for all all the seasons Sonya did for sure and then and then all of a sudden it's like ha 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 let's have a little laugh you know, it, 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 and and Game of Thrones never does that yeah there's no joking true. around in Game of Thrones but apparently he was he's been trying to tell the same joke. Yeah, yeah, he, he tried to yeah, say, yeah. tell that joke like three times, and they oh, cut him mean, off again. When they had the little, yeah, the, the, yeah. yeah that, that was stupid too. But I mean, you got to. I mean, the, the, well, I will say the one thing that was idiotic, completely idiotic, was the book, the the story of ice and fire. Yeah, uh, yeah. that they dropped on the table that was written by some meister miles and miles and hundreds of thousands of wherever miles away. Uh, I mean, to ha- not have Tyrion in the book, mention him. The the actual probably the second. The second most important char- character in the entire series, behind John and Daenerys. Daenerys is probably actually third compared to John and Tyrion. To not be in the book, yeah. that was idiotic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know your joke at his expense. Yeah, yeah. But the Battle of the Blackwater, the hand of the the hand of the queen, and now the yeah. hand of the king, well, yeah, who yeah, fought yeah. on opposite but he sides. Are you hand, kidding me? He was the hand of the king even before that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's when, I mean, he, that's when he just murdered ridiculous. his father. Yeah, murdered that was murdered silly. his father. Sonny, yeah. what did you think of uh, Daenerys's? Downfall and ultimate uh, demise. Demise. I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> well, because I know you loved her. I mean, burning the calls and and going in and birthing the dragons. It, and she was awesome. She was an awesome character. And and you know what she but, she did wrong, but you know. Yeah. I, I, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> they were talking about it actually uh, on the news the other day, like. Children, children that were born like in the past. Oh, yeah, 1,500 of them. Yeah, 1,500 children were named Khaleesi. Yeah. Who the fuck names their kid Khaleesi, first of all? But now what are they thinking? Like, you know, I, I named my kid after this murderous. Well, they probably still think she's know, a strong woman. Bet. She did what she had to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Khaleesi? Well, you know, there's there are children named Charlie. I mean, but yeah, that was, I mean, but that was, to me, that was, that was an amazing or, moment. I mean, when John Adolf. said. Yeah. When John says, what about the others? And she says, you know, what do you mean? And he's like, the other people that think they know what's good. Uh, and she says, they don't get to choose. I mean, that was an amazing exchange. I mean, it really was. And I, you don't even see the knife go no, in. And, you don't even know who stabbed who. That Exactly. But but that, that was one of the strongest parts of this episode. But everything after that was... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really? I mean, you're going to have a whole story. I mean, it's called Game of Thrones, and then you're just going to have a council select the next king and who no never throne. played a game? But that's improvement, right? I mean, it's improvement to have this sort of Republican style of government as opposed to Joffrey being the king. Oh, well, Lord. yeah. But uh, I don't know. It just it, it just went off script, and it was I can't believe I'm the one that's trying to stay yeah. positive here. It's okay. No. You can. No. You can enjoy it. But, yeah, okay, me, I'm not happy. Sonia's not happy. There's a lot of people on yeah, social media that are not very happy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is pissed off. <laughs> yeah, and, he's okay. He's got $35 million but, a year uh, to, to ease his pain. But the next show, 
and I know I talked to you about it. Ben, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got to pick our next show, folks. The miniseries, the miniseries on HBO, Chernobyl is an excellent show for anybody who has not watched Chernobyl. Watch Chernobyl because it is excellent. Yeah, Sonny and I are going to watch it. Yep. We're thinking about potentially watching The Watchmen or something else. Yeah. And, and But we'll pick up with a new show you know, within, within a couple of episodes. Unless any of our listeners have a suggestion. Yeah. Send us yeah, a shoot us your su- suggestion. I mean, we're, do. we're hearing about. I mean, I, I know the, Netflix, Amazon, HBO. Tell us. Yeah, you know the Expanse is coming back, but I know Franny and Sonia probably don't want to watch that. What's that about? It's a science fiction about. Uh, it's pretty out there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty out When's there. When's Better Call Saul coming back? Next year. But it's an awesome show. Ne- the Expanse is freaking oh, amazing. Man, it's been it's been off the air for a while, but yeah. Better Call Saul, another excellent show. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody knows when it's going to come back. One yeah. year it comes back in like March, and next yeah. year it comes back in like September. No, I don't something's know. going on with uh, what's his name, the uh, the writer um, Vince. Yeah, Vince Gilligan. Yeah, he's doing something else, and and they're they're pushing it out. Yeah, yeah but that, a, that was uh, a lot of fun amazing. though. Going to Paley Fest, the tickets that oh, yeah, Sonya yeah. got that for all of us to go, and and Sonya was the only one that wasn't able that to go. Wasn't yeah. able to go. Yeah. But we got to I walked see, right by that building. We got to see Vince and the crew. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that, that, that was a lot of fun. That's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. We'll, You're we'll, welcome. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll <laughs> pick you, it up. We'll pick it up in a, in a few weeks. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> so I was like, I got, I got tickets to Paley Fest, but I can't, I can't go. go. <laughs> we'll figure out a show. It'll yeah. probably be you know something. Suggestions are, you know, are welcome. Yeah, but that's that's hot Chernobyl, right now, but also very good. One season, eight or nine episodes. Yeah, we could do that Excellent. One. But Game of Thrones we is over. We up tomorrow. Yeah. And that's, well, and that's why I'm positive in. it's over. I mean, those first six seasons were freaking amazing. Yeah. I cannot thank Franny enough for finally getting us to watch the whole. Yeah. To well, keep, you guys got to, to keep watch harping and harping and harping and harping. Dead. You guys got first to watch seasons, The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, we got through five seasons of that I, I before we checked out. Six seasons of six. The, is it? It's like on season. Uh, is it still on? Eight, nine. Eight, yeah, Wait, The Walking yeah. Dead is still on? Yeah. It's still on, yeah. Actually, really? what's it called? Fear the Walking Dead was also... You, did you guys watch Fear the Walking uh, Dead? We stopped watching yeah. that. Two so. seasons maybe of that before Three. we checked out? Three. You know, I, I stopped two seasons in and I think you guys Because I think Negan came back to life like after he was dead and I was yeah. like, are you kidding me with that shit? Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done I, 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 was, I, was, I was over it with Fear the Walking Dead when that girl was looking for a boyfriend when they were like stranded on a ship somewhere in the middle of the Pacific. It's like, Really? But she really? got the show got better, and then and he ended up being a bad dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Anyways, stupid. All right, uh. well, Game of Thrones fans, I am the positive one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's next up on the big board, Franny? Next up on the big board, Ben, it is our free form. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? There was, but we're running long, right, as we so apt to we do. Will and Sonny's looking at me like about I that thought you Sonya. were going to try to keep it short. You're still drinking the beer. You're still drinking the beer. Uh, so yeah, what's good, what's good what's next about the, the free form, Franny? It is Sunday's quiz. Uh, oh, we got our top five. We have our top five. <laughs> 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 All right, what are we doing for our top five, Franny? Our top five is our top five pets that we'd choose if they weren't a dog or a cat or a bird. Mm-hmm. Because we can't have a dragon. But, Not oh a real God, one, anyway. Awesome, right? I know. <laughs> Oh, Regal. <laughs> so Ben, what what are your top five? Oh five yeah, yeah. Because I knew I, I wanted to be a little bit interesting. That you could keep, honest that you could keep in a house, yeah, like yeah, a normal yeah. house without a sprawling, you know. Yeah, I mean, in our house, thirty acres. In, in our house, you could keep these. You know, if if you have a tall fence. What's that? Uh, number five, kangaroo. <laughs> That would be. I, I would love kangaroo. to have a freaking kangaroo. Yeah. They're, they're apparently not that easy to. Take. They might kick you. 
Um, <laughs> but they don't need, I mean, they need a ton of space, but not a ton of space. Yeah. Uh, so number five was kangaroo. Number four, also down under. I would love a koala bear just climbing around <laughs> in my trees. Oh my just chilling up there. We eating have no some, eucalyptus. <laughs> we can plant you. Eucalyptus grows well in Southern California. I'm sure it does. Uh, so we, I'd love to have a koala bear. Number three, I would love to have a horse. Yeah. I would just love to have a horse. They're amazing creatures, uh, very feeling beings. Uh, and I know Sonia likes horses. Yeah. Uh, number two, Franny, you will like this. I would love to just have a giant tortoise, <laughs> like a giant desert tortoise just chilling, crawling around the backyard. You could like take rides eating on lettuce. back. <laughs> They're just amazing creatures to me. They live to be forever. God knows how old. Uh, They're just amazing. As old as Bran. Yeah. As old as Bran. Bran will be king and... You know, by the time they figure yeah. out. Oh, and another thing about Game of Thrones. Yeah. They've been around for thousands of years. Now they just figured out that clean water is better for you than dirty water. Honestly, did you hear that at the, at the final council? They were arguing oh. about, like, whether clean water was better oh, than yeah, dirty yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. well, they don't need clean. I'm like, oh, my God. you got you Get some electricity, people. Yeah. Uh, number two, tortoise. Uh, number number one. one, in honor of uh, someone we all know at this table, uh, I would love to have a sloth. Uh- <laughs> I would love to have a sloth just chilling, in hanging out who? in the trees. Yeah, I know. In What's honor that? Of who? Low, low legs. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, they're cute animals. Yeah, they are. They're just really boring. No, I just think they would be cool. <laughs> they, they don't move as slow as you think. They move pretty slow, but they're really interesting creatures. Just poke it with a to stick, have like, around. Do something. Uh, I, I, you know, these are exotic pets. I would love to have a sloth just hanging out in the tree. I could just come out in the morning, give him some lettuce, give him some, <laughs> some beans or something, and he would just. Eh. Good morning, Ben. <laughs> yeah, that's have, talking you, have your coffee. You, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get caught up in the fence and and create a lot of drama like a dog would. I'm just gonna chill. All right, Sonia, Franny, what are your top five? But, uh, I want to hear Sonia's top five last because I'm sure she has some really good ones. <laughs> not really. Uh, my number five, uh, a hedgehog. Oh, actually, I didn't even think about this, so but Ben, cute. you mentioned it while we were putting this together. I'm like, a hedgehog, that would be freaking much. awesome. Because they do have hedgehogs in Croatia, actually, that, that crawl through your yard. And they're really cute. Uh, they're adorable. I mean, we touch them, they roll up into a ball. Yeah, yeah. So they cute. collect coins. <laughs> they collect apparently. coins. And they jump. They, they can jump, jump really high. And they spin really fast. Yeah, and yeah. yeah if, um, Sonia's never played Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonia's wondering what the hell I'm talking about. But oh. mid, mid, <laughs> mid 90s video game. Yeah, oh, yeah. I never played yeah, it. Yeah, but really adorable pets. Yeah, they are. Uh, my number four is a Quokka. It's it's a really cute Australian. Oh yeah, yeah. That little animal. It's it's like a rodent. Yeah, yeah But it's yeah. freaking adorable. It's got yeah, the yeah. nose of a, a koala. Oh, a koala. My number three is a koala. <laughs> That's her. Like oh, you said, number ben, two. A koala. Uh, would be awesome to have climbing through the I trees. Agree. Uh, my number two, actually, uh, Ben, you said a uh, a horse. I want one of those like miniature ponies. Yeah, because uh, I actually saw one um, when I used to take Romeo for a walk at Mason Park. There was actually somebody walking their mini pony at the park. I was like, Just dude, that is with a freaking pony. white one, right? Awesome. It was, uh, yeah, it was whitish brown. It, yeah, very cute though. I mean, th- those are pretty awesome. And my number one, it's kind of surprising. We have a lot of them in LA. A raccoon. Raccoons? <laughs> oh, raccoons. You don't want a raccoon so as a pet. Cool. I had one as a pet as a kid. Uh, that, that wasn't a pet. It was a it's pest. So no, no, we had we had a raccoon when when I was a kid. Yeah. Really? They're yeah, not, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with in them? New York? Eh, they're just they're, they're not the friendliest creatures. Uh, but they're, they're not so. The friendliest I mean, to me, raccoons are so adorable. They look yeah, adorable. Uh, it, it, well, it, yeah. As, uh, okay, I'll look, but I won't touch. <laughs> they are cute. I love a They're, skunk. Yeah, no. 
Yeah, but those are my top five. Oh, that's awesome. All right, my, my, I might as well be Old McDonald because my top five, number five, I want silkies. They're little <laughs> chickens that look like, you know, Free, British women. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're really cool. They don't lay <laughs> a lot of eggs, doors. but they're really cool looking. Uh, number four, a miniature horse, mini, mini pony. Uh, number three, I want a miniature donkey. <laughs> so bad. Those guys are the cutest things. Uh, number two, awesome. I, I want a goat. Specifically, I want one Meh. of those fainting goats. I don't know if you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. That. Oh my god, that is the funniest video if you've ever seen it. Yeah. And my number one is a pig. Oh, I didn't uh, put yeah. pig on my list. I, I want a pig. pig on my list. Those like miniature pigs. That's true. Yeah, I should have yeah, put pig yo. on my list. <laughs> that, that's it. That's oh. awesome, Sonia. Thank you so much. Thank you. I didn't think of the pig. Yeah, I should, we yeah. should have a pig. I guess yeah. you're a clunk. I had a friend that had a pig. Shame on y'all. All right, Franny. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we are almost done. <laughs> and it is Sonya's quiz for the week. All right. We're gonna, and Sonya yeah, yeah, put yeah, some we're gonna, really good quizzes together. Well, this Absolutely. one's going to be fast, though. We're going we're gonna to set up our... Which we forgot to set up, but we are going to set up our boing-ong-ongs, and we'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> And we have our boyoing buzzers. Ben is a ding dong, I believe. Oh, oh. ding! Just one ding. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, sort of a two-parter. I'll try to make this as fast <laughs> as possible. How many siblings did Daenerys Targaryen have? Two. Can you name them? Cannot. <laughs> but I think it's two. Okay. You're correct with two. I thought it was two. I can just don't remember name their names. Uh, it's that blonde dude. <laughs> who uh, gold helmet burned, dude? Who was burned very early. Like he's got, he got his head burned off. That was and, an awesome scene. And um, uh, John's father. Aegon. Yeah. A- no, Aegon is John. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, Daenerys's dragons were named after him, too. Rhaegal? Rhaegar and Rhaeg- Viserys. Oh, okay, okay. oh uh, interesting. Alrighty. Uh, <laughs> what happened to Daenerys's mom? She died. How? She was fed to the dragons. No. Oh, okay. That <laughs> would have been awesome, though. <laughs> Did she die in childbirth? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, yes. okay. So, uh. Daenerys was born while a great storm raged above Dragonstone, sinking what remained of the Targaryen fleet. For this reason, she is known as Daenerys Stormborn. Stormborn. Oh, okay. Ah. Breaker of Chains, first of her name. All right. <laughs> what is the name of Toman Baratheon's cat? Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I literally have no clue. No clue, huh? Toman? Yeah. He had a cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marjorie brought him a cat. Yeah, I can't remember the name. She... But it died, though. The, the, that, that kite, like the actual cat on the show. Died. Died, yeah. yeah. Wait, the real cat or the cat on the show? No, the actual cat that played the cat oh. on the, the character. The, the, the cat died the cat on that show. Died. Yes. I have no clue. Sir, Literally no clue. Sir Pounce. Oh, that's right. Sir Pounce. Okay. Sir, I'm, glad Sir I didn't, I'm glad I didn't know that. In honor of your outfits last week. I'm going to go way back to Breaking Bad. Are ben, we... you know this better than I do, probably. Are we ready? 
we all know where Breaking Bad was filmed. We have right? a new listener from there. Right. <laughs> exactly. Where was it originally supposed to be filmed? Riverside? Yes. Yeah. Very good. Was it really? Riverside County? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Riverside and Albuquerque, they're pretty similar. Yes. Yeah, they are pretty. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't Albuquerque. Want to insult other places. Albuquerque. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, they're, they're kind of wide open spaces. Very similar. Where, where, uh, mountain lines living in abandoned houses in yeah. Riverside. <laughs> yep. Yep. It was for tax purposes. Good they catch. Moved it over. Right. Uh, good catch. Yeah. Very good. What two characters never met one another? In Breaking Bad. Which two characters never met one another? And they were pretty. Um, Walt's wife and Jesse. No. Oh, okay. Walt's, uh, Skylar and Gus. No. Hmm. That's her name, Skylar. She was just annoying. I hated her on that show. Throughout the entire series, these two are the only two regular characters who never... Walt's son and Jesse. You got it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. Good. Another good catch. Holy shit. Yeah. Shiza. Mike Ermintrout. We all know who Mike is, right? Yeah, yeah. One of the best characters ever. Absolutely. What was his former job? Police officer. Do you know where? Baltimore. New York. Somewhere on the East Coast. Friend, I should know. Boston. Philadelphia. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I knew it was on the East Coast. <laughs> All right. This one should be very easy. You would think. <laughs> I told you this was going to be easy. What was the name of Gustavo Fring's restaurant chain? Oh, oh okay, you got El it. El Pollo. No, 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 no. Los Pollos Hermanos. Very good. All right. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, an awesome quiz. I think Frana kicked my ass on that one. I think I only got one. Yes, I did. Oh, Frana kicked my ass. Not really. Not really. Sonia, thank you. Oh, hold on. I've got one more. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. Bonus. A bonus. And this, okay. What Game of Thrones character bared it all in the full Monty? Oh my god! I don't even know if I ever uh, watched the full Monty. Jorah. No. Uh, Davos. We have unlimited <laughs> answers. <or> something <laughs> until uh, Friday. Take a guess. Peter Dinklage. Nope. Ah. <laughs> uh, Varys. Oh, Varys. That's a good. Is it Varys? Does this person look familiar to you? Who is that? Who is that? Is that the? Is that the mountain? Is it the mountain? Nope. Oh. Robert Baratheon. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh wow, wow, wow. He looks well, he different without, he looks different without the, the beard. Show. Wow. Yeah. Great quiz. Great eh, quiz, it was, Sonia. It was all right. No, it was very, <laughs> it very was good. Eight. It was very good. Okay. <laughs> all right, Franny. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have nothing left on the big board except all for your right. final listener message. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the show. It really means the world to us. We are humbled humbled that you like our show and encourage you to share our website thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com with all your friends relatives anyone you think would also like the show anyone can listen and subscribe for free by searching for us on apple Podcasts, spotify castbox google Podcasts, overcast Castbox. <laughs> oh, i skipped over it uh, sorry i was paying attention uh, this time around 
uh, or just about any other podcatcher, please leave us a review uh, if you would be so kind and have the time. Uh, if you'd like to leave feedback or ask a question to be answered on the show, we're going to be doing a mailbag show at some point in the near future. Please email us at podcastthirstandgoal at buzzsprout.com or at gmail.com, podcastthirstandgoal at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter at GoalThirst or on Instagram at Thirstand. You can shoot your questions to us there. We really appreciate everyone. Please, please, please pound as hard as you can on that subscribe button on your podcast or on Apple Podcasts. Franny, say goodbye to everybody. <laughs> Put them on the spot. <laughs> Bye, goodbye, everybody. everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank Yay. you all. Thank you. Thank you.